This is a podcast from Minute Media. Warning, the following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Hello, kitties. This is yours, Julie John Kassir, the voice of the Crypt Keeper, and you're listening to Slasher Radio. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Slash Radio. My name is Bones. Got Rob, always, who's here. What's going on, guys? Hey there. Gobble, gobble, gobble. It's going to be Thanksgiving soon. Holy oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Didn't you mean to say gobble, gobble, motherfucker? Oh, yeah, gobble, gobble, motherfucker. I'm not going to lie. I swear to God, I thought there was a ghoul coming at the end of that. And oh, <laughs> my God. I did not know where you were going with that. Uh, I, was I got a headache. If I didn't have a headache, I would have landed that. The only gobble, excuse gobble I got. Ghoul and you missed yeah. it, man. I know. I told you. I told you before we started this whole thing tonight. I was not going to be on my A game. I've had a headache <laughs> oh, all day. I've been able to get rid of. What did I send last week for Gobble Ghoulie Mystery Corner? By the way, I think I forgot to delete it. <laughs> I'm not helping this process. No. Uh. Um. Just know that if I send the same one accidentally, you get a second one. <laughs> shit. Max surprise. What was it last week? <laughs> it was the stupid cat, I believe. No, was I don't know. These things are blending okay. together. Sorry. I think I've had a few people send me duplicates, and it's like, because usually when I send them, I delete them from the folder, but mm-hmm. I think I added one back in. Oh, yeah. That's got to be complicated to keep track of. It's w- way more work than I thought it was going to be when we started this. You want me to create a spreadsheet for you? Oh, <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> that's going to just make it more complicated, I feel like. Uh, yeah, I, I, I could swear, like when you started with the gobble gobble, I like I feel like Greg, <laughs> Nesto, and Chris just yelled ghoul at their phone. <laughs> if anyone wants to make us a gobble ghoul turkey, <laughs> yeah. no. we won't have it on this Thanksgiving episode, but we'll have it soon. <laughs> no, no, absolutely not. Didn't uh, didn't you get threatened, cat, uh, cat uh, by Chris? He was gonna like. Probably. mail you a ton of DVDs. Oh, yeah, he was going to send me a bunch of spiral DVDs. <laughs> oh, yeah, I did see something about that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, 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 while we're on the subject of Chris, <laughs> I li- so I listened to last week's episode, and I- uh, I'm torn. I'm torn here. Okay. I feel like maybe I should apologize because I was really harsh to Chris. I may yeah. have insinuated that we should have him murdered, and I may have <laughs> said he was a simpleton. Yeah. Um, you might have done that. Possibly. And and that seems that seems really harsh. And so then I feel like I kind of owe him an apology. But then I remember the movie he made me watch. And I kind of <laughs> feel like, fuck that guy. You know? Like, I don't have to apologize to him for anything. So maybe I apologize. Maybe. Yeah. I think that's fair. Okay. Well, I mean, considering you've only apologized once, and it was uh, for something with me, and then you said cat molested a goat. Yeah, yeah, I apologize for that, yeah. I think yeah. I called you a dumbass or something. I don't know why you don't apologize for the other times you did it, but you apologize <laughs> for that. 
but yeah, you did. Uh, that that's kind of how it came up in last week's episode too. Like, it would be fine. We're talking about the movie, then all of a sudden you threaten Chris. It's like it mm-hmm. you flashed back to the movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, I, I maybe I apologize, Chris. I don't know. Depends That's on what, what happens when we have to watch movies like that, <laughs> right? I get, I, I feel bad about the things I say, but then I remember the movie, and I'm kind of like, yeah, this, this seems fair, deserved. Yeah. 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 Um, holy shit. Um, we got a pretty good show. Uh, we got a couple things to get to. Uh, we do have to get to drink roll call. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have news and. Uh, I was going to say a cat pick, but it's not a cat pick. I think Rob, you picked this one. This is Rob pick. Yeah. I suggested this one. Also a cat pick, though, deep down. Cat cat jumped on it real fast. Yeah. I did. Yeah. Uh, Um, To be fair, I so I had made myself a little peek behind the curtain here. I had promised, because you and I have been at odds with my last several picks. uh uh, So I was just like, whatever Rob picks... I'm just going to let him have this one to get some of the heat off of my choice of film right now. Um, and then when you picked Barbarian, it was like, yes. Well, <laughs> first, right. I, first I picked Pan Man, and I noticed you didn't pipe up on that one. Oh, I didn't see that you had picked Pan Man again. It wasn't going to get done anyway. Mikey I shut backed. that one down real fast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's maybe why I didn't see it. If yeah. It was not a long discussion. No, uh, no You know I would watch Pan Man also. Yeah, no, it wasn't, wasn't a long discussion at all. <laughs> very, very short discussion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Open and shut, one might say. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like, why? Why do you guys do that to me? Everywhere, like, I, I, Pan I man, <laughs> I put off asking what we're gonna watch because I know I have to hear like a shit. Yeah, it's just gonna be at least a dozen stupid ass movies that are lobbed back and forth. Yeah, like, I'll ask we, early. Yeah, before we land on something. Yeah. Um. Also, you know, I, I did the whole Thanksgiving thing, but you know, uh, the holidays just around the corner. And uh, nothing, nothing better to give your family for the holidays than the T-shirt or a coffee mug with my face on it. I can think of a few better things, uh, but you can go, also get those from go the get shop. Those good, yeah, go get those good. Can we add a little Santa hat on there, Mikey? Oh, my God. No. You like the holidays? Oh, bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, we can start decorating you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like just for the holidays. I can't wait for Easter. <laughs> holy shit that is not a terrible idea not for nothing also we need to get those shower curtains up too if we can do that no. because people are gonna, no it's the perfect time people are gonna have family coming over you're gonna want to display that with pride when your family shows up at your house cat thanksgiving you go to a family member's house and you go in their bathroom and see rob's face giant what do you do i'd be so mad i'd leave well, right there's, there's that there's that but also remember we talked about how you can hang Having out backwards one... so i'm staring at people while they shower on the inside uh yeah, yeah. mr cat's boyfriend who listens to this podcast was joking about getting one and it's like we don't live together you can do whatever <laughs> the fuck you want if you want rob staring at you and he's like i didn't think that through and i was like no you didn't <laughs> we we don't live together and we never will <laughs> we never will <laughs> uh, yeah i mean that look think of it this way if you do that that unwanted family member that always hangs around a day or two extra at your house isn't gonna, get a isn't gonna spend any extra Rob. time. Yeah. Jeez, I just piss on it. <laughs> like, I'm right, I'm just gonna piss on it. Like I could not imagine, like, it would be so awkward for me to stand there with my peach out, and mm-hmm. it's like I feel like you're staring at it, and you're such a condescending prick sometimes. Like, 
You just talk shit about somebody's wiener. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if it had a voice option. Oh, oh man. I don't know if they make those, but we should look into that. Oh my like, god. Motion censored. Yeah. That'd be that's why I put it away. <laughs> uh, no, the, that that would be interesting though if I could dress you up. You you realize though that type of liberty comes with like I, I could pick other stuff too. No, I know. I understand. I'm just saying. <laughs> You know, just for 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 all my fans who want to get something for the family for the holidays. You know, yeah. enjoying these like a family affair. You know what I mean? Everybody in the family kind of gathers around to hear what I have to say. Didn't Will said his wife called it the coffee mug with that weird guy's face <laughs> on it? <laughs> maybe, maybe, yeah. not, not too family maybe. friendly. All right, drink roll call. You guys want to do that? I'm a, I'm. I'm not drinking. I'm drinking iced tea. Okay. Yeah. Kat, what do you got? Uh, I'm drinking whiskey at the moment, but I'm going to send a picture of what I found earlier today. Oh, all right. <laughs> this is uh for those of you listening at home. I have wow. found Zing Zang Bloody Mary made with vodka made in with a vodka. can. That's good. That's good. <laughs> in a fucking can. Look at that. Huh. Uh, is it yeah. good? I don't like uh, Bloody Marys, but it was, you know what, for something I got out of a can, it was not bad. I think half of the fun of Bloody Marys for me is seeing like what kind of toppings you get in them. Because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's <laughs> it's kind of like winning a prize. <laughs> you know, yeah. sometimes you get like celery. Sometimes you get like a miniature hamburger. Right. Um, yeah. uh, like it, wow. that's kind of fun. And having one in a can does kind of take some of that away. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a- in terms of actual drink, I don't think it was bad. Yeah. I I was skeptical because it is called Zing Zang. Yeah, but... <laughs> I uh, I'm not a fan of the Bloody Mary myself. Uh, I just don't like tomato juice, so you know I'm sort of out from from the word jump on those things. I um so here's what I I found this week that I, I was real excited about. There's a, a soda that um I discovered that I'd never had. I'd seen it in the store a few times and I never I never got one. And finally I picked one up this week. It's called Cheer Wine. Have you guys heard of this? Oh God! Yeah, yes. yeah. It is fantastic. I've heard about that. It is phenomenal, and I'm very excited because I learned that it's from North Carolina, and I'm moving yeah. to South Carolina where they're basically rivers of cheer wine down there. So I can't wait uh, because it's kind of hard to find around here. Uh, it's but, a Carolina drunk. I, yes. Yeah, yeah. It is fantastic, and I bought some, and um, so I got that, and I poured a little Tito's vodka in there. That actually, that sounds very good. Uh, it's okay. It's okay. It uh, kind of actually makes the cheer wine taste a little bit cough syrupy. Oh. <laughs> I'm not a huge mm. fan of, but I'm getting to the point to where I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> hilarious. Um, uh, but yeah, cheer wine, amazing. I can't believe I went all this time in my life without ever having. It. Yeah, I knew somebody who made a big fucking deal about cheer wine. So. Yeah. I used to think that cheer wine was like an organic soda because like they sold it at the health food store. It was the only place I'd ever seen it. Yeah. And I still don't know why it was there. That is kind of weird. I mean, <laughs> it's made it, it's not made with um the corn syrup shit. It's made with uh, real cane sugar, if that helps any. <laughs> I, that must have been it. But yeah. I did for a long time think that it was like a healthy soda alternative. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, it's no. not. It's It's not. It's just delicious. And I've already been to their website. They have a lot of merch, so I'll probably buy a bunch of that after I move. 
Why do you buy fucking food and beverage merch? What's wrong? I don't with know. You? They don't. I was um, disappointed there were no Cheerwine track suits. Oh, oh my god. I can buy Taco Bell stuff. <laughs> I've never done. I've never I own a Dr. Pepper T-shirt or two. Uh, all right, <laughs> well, Jesus Christ, guys, come on. Um, I am enjoying my uh, my uh, water soluble THC, so I'm right there with you guys in a different way. All right. Yeah, I wanted to be um, you know fresh and coherent. Hmm. Yeah, cheer wine and vodka though, not bad. Nice. I mean, maybe. First few drinks taste a little cough syrupy, but power through it, you'll be fine. I had, I tried um, a new soda that there was like a, I think it was Pepsi did mm-hmm. like a black cherry, mm-hmm. uh, and I really expected to like it, and it tasted, it very much had the aftertaste of cough syrup. Yeah. It's like, mm. it was fine if you kept drinking it, but the second you stopped, it's like yeah. this is kind of gross. It would have been better with vodka, though. <laughs> mm. Everything's yeah, possibly. better with vodka. Yeah, no, I'm t- the cheer wine actually does taste better without vodka, but um, you know, I went. I told vodka. you guys, sunny delight and vodka, very <laughs> good. What's what? There's nothing wrong with sunny delight. It's a child's drink. No, it's not. It's a drink that that's full of vitamins. It's a child's drink. Drink orange juice like a real man. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> sunny D is better. Uh, are you guys uh, ready to news? Yeah. It's time to hump the news with Rob Humphrey. He's not a genius. Um, I have a piece of news. Okay. Slash a question. I don't know <laughs> if you're gonna. I don't know if this is gonna come up. But have you guys seen the trailer for the Friendship Game? No. No. I have seen it on Tubi about a thousand times this week. I haven't watched any Tubi movies um, since the Terror Train remake. That really put me off Tubi movies. <laughs> um, but I, I probably will go back and watch some, so I imagine I'll see it soon. All right. Uh, I wanted to talk, I think, almost more about how often I'm seeing the ad than for the movie itself. Because I kind of feel like it's uh, aggressive. I feel like the marketing campaign is really aggressive for a movie that cannot have that much of a budget. It looks bad. It well, looks I very feel like dumb. That's what Tubi does. Like, they just show you the same ad every single break. It's the same I, thing. <laughs> I guess. I don't think yeah. I've ever had it quite this bad before, but... Is it um, a Tubi original, or...? I don't think so. I looked it up earlier today. It's kind of one of the reasons why I wanted to bring it up because I can't find out like where it's being released. It says that it's a 2022 film and that the DVD is coming in on January 10th. But like, I don't know if it's getting a theatrical release. I don't know if it's streaming somewhere. Um, hmm. Anyway, keep an eye out for the trailer, everyone. Those of you who watch Tubi, especially. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen it, but um, I'll keep an eye out for it. All right. Mm. Um. Mm. By the time this uh, this airs, this will be this will be irrelevant. But sweet, there, there's a Terrifier two watch party, Rob. Rob's partici- never been to one of those. I've participated <laughs> in two or three of those now. Yeah, <laughs> two yeah. or three. 
Yeah, but this one has um, uh, creator director Damien Leone. Leone? I don't know how to mm-hmm. pronounce that. Uh, our buddy David Howard Thornton All and right. Lauren Levera okay. and Elliot Fulham okay. and a bunch of other people from the movie mm-hmm. will be um, uh, attending this and it's a virtual thing. I think it's on Bloody Disgusting. Really? Yeah, they're calling it uh, hashtag thanks killing with art. Oh. Yeah, so November 22nd, you can... Um, yeah, it's a watch party at Bloody Disgusting. There, uh, uh, you can participate with that on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. what's what's that kid's name? Is it David Fulham? Uh, Elliot. 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 Why the hell did I get David? Um, oh yeah, probably. Uh, anyway, did you know he he makes music? Really? Yeah, he's got like some albums out. Oh. Yeah. Awesome. I didn't listen to any of it, but it they it's out there. <laughs> Good job. Yeah. That's that's the research I do for the show. <laughs> yeah, 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 very attentive. Yeah. Glad to have you here. I know. <laughs> uh where go? Oh, <laughs> there's a Bruce Fest in twenty twenty two. I know, I saw this. I wish I could go. Yeah, Bruce a Campbell. Bruce Fest. Yeah, it's Bruce Campbell a Bruce Campbell Festival, yeah. Oh my god. I'm ashamed of myself that I was <laughs> I was thinking Jaws. I was thinking about Jaws. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I got really excited. I'm still excited about Bruce Campbell, but in a different way. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's I, If I'm not mistaken, it's at the Stanley, isn't it? Yes, it is. Oh. Yeah. Oh. All right. I've been trying to get, I've been trying to find a reason to go to the Stanley anyway. I, so, you know, I almost went there. I went to, my sister lives in Denver and I went to see her and I was going to go, but it was a drive. Yeah, I have family out there, but I am more excited about the hotel than the family. And yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. But um, it's it's if I'm not mistaken, it's a pretty pricey festival. Mm. You got to pay Bruce Campbell, of course. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, that's yeah. Fair. I mean, it's it's pretty pricey, but they're showing a bunch of his movies and stuff. And everything that sounds amazing. I, I don't want to say anything bad about Bruce Campbell because I love Bruce Campbell. Mm-hmm. Um, but. What I will say is like he's like a like another Kane Hodder in a way like where he's going to be grossly overpaid for what he does. But the reason I give him the skate buy for it is he's fucking Bruce Campbell. He earned that. Mm-hmm. He's also really entertaining. Yeah, absolutely. You're like, you're getting every dime worth. I will say this. Um I love Bruce Campbell. I've never yes. met him. I do know people, um, yeah, or heard from people who have gone to meet and greets with him. Very mixed reviews. Oh, I have heard some people say that he was super friendly and very funny, and they they had a nice uh, little you know. Yeah, I mean it's not like when you go to these conventions or whatever, you get a ton of time to talk to people, right? You get a couple of minutes, right? Um, but uh, he was very nice and funny and everything. And then I've had other people say uh, quite the opposite about Mr. Campbell. So I don't know. I've heard more so the opposite. Yeah. Uh, the way I always look at it is he I, I'd imagine the people who have good to say were at the beginning of the day. It could be. And because yeah. he seems like a very like when he's done, he's done. Yeah. And he's going to let you know, like, he's not going to hide it because he's Bruce fucking Campbell. And like I said, man, you know what? The reason I don't give a shit for it that as much as Kane Hodder is because he deserved it. Kane Hodder did a great job as Jason, not taking it away, but. Let's be honest, Bruce had to do a hell of a lot more than Kane Hodder. Kane Hodder also Victor Crowley. That's true. Bruce Campbell still did a lot more than Victor Crowley as well. So, um, 
But yeah. no, I, I love Bruce Campbell. I, I do wish I could go to this. I, I think it would be a lot of fun, but it is pretty pricey. December 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. Yes. And I certainly will not have any money at that point in time. Me either. <laughs> uh, Wednesday. The, again, the name of the movie, not the day of the week. Uh, the reviews are out. I guess people got their early access or whatever. For this oh, I was going to ask, like, is it even out yet? I thought it's this week. Yeah. No, I, I think this is like critic reviews or whatever. So uh, right. what people are saying is Timber and you guys have been vocal about you worrying with Tim Burton having it. Uh, and the reviews mostly apparently are Netflix series, not quite mysterious or spooky enough. Hmm. That up to par with what you guys were talking about. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> Yeah, I, I guess that's part of it. I don't know. Tim Burton's just lost his touch. Whatever touch he had is is just gone. I think like his movies just now. I don't. I have no interest in. Because um, I can even see like the whole mysterious and spooky thing. It's like I know that a lot of people. I know that a lot of kids, you know, watch Tim Burton stuff and got scared when they were little. But I've never it. It's never like I've wanted to watch a Tim Burton movie and be scared right. or spooked. Like, it, but his early stuff had a charm yeah. that I don't. Yeah, it, that's not there anymore. <laughs> I never really thought of. Yeah, I never really thought of his stuff as scary either. Like to me, it's always just been more quirky. Yeah. And, um, and so from the beginning, I, I felt like that that quirkiness feels genuine in those early movies, and then. Um, lately it's felt really forced yeah I can agree with that so I yeah. I think that the complaint is a little bit strange but also I'm not surprised if you were going in expecting something spooky and mysterious yeah. but that's not what you got I mean I would say the spookiest movie or the scariest movies he's made is probably Sleepy Hollow Sweeney Todd <laughs> it's not scary or spooky at all Sweeney Todd is scary and spooky for another reason I feel like the word spooky with the Adams family isn't necessarily what the word spooky means. It's more of like a a feeling. You know, it's like right there on their song though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Aren't they creepy and the kooky, mysterious and ooky. Yeah. Something like they, something spooky. They like they weren't gonna scare you. All together, yeah. Yeah. Good they, weren't gonna, <laughs> they weren't gonna scare you, but you know, it's just had that that feel, that Halloweeny, you know, whimsical in a way, but darker kind of feel. And damn it, man! I right, it's it's it, to me, it's like the monsters, right? Yes. If Rob Zombie had tried to make a monsters movie that was like legitimately a hor scary horror movie, it would have sucked because that's not what the monsters were. Yeah, it's the same thing. The Adam Family is the same thing. I, that being I said. Because, uh, like, one of the criticisms about the monsters, even once it came out and we realized it wasn't as bad as the trailer made it look, a lot of people uh, were, there's that whole praising Rob Zombie for making a movie for no one in the world but himself. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I feel like that has been Tim Burton's thing for a long time, where he's like, I want to see the small cast of people that I know I like. Mm -hmm. doing things that I remember from my childhood. Well, <laughs> making a movie to please no one but yourself um, can work both ways, right? Sometimes yeah. those are where the best movies come from. Um, other times it's where Tim Burton's movies come from. <laughs> I, I think we may well see this with the Adams Family. <laughs> yeah. 
don't know, man. I, 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 like I said, I've said before, I really like the Adam Sandler. Like, those movies were really good. The cartoon was No, cool. those movies. I did not like those movies at all. No, everybody knows you know what you're talking about, so that's fine. Uh, I, I, I don't know what... Well, talking about Tim Burton made me think of M. Night Shyamalan. Sham, Sham, did I say Shyamalan? that right? Shyamalan, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I was went to see The Menu this uh, this week. And the trailer for his new movie, um, Knock at the Door, Knock at the Cabin, whatever the hell it's called, yeah, um, came on. And there was a big group of people in front of me. Uh, I thought they were going to be a problem. I was I thought I was going to have to fart on them. Um, <laughs> they weren't, though. But uh, during the trailer, when his name came up, they got visibly, like, excited. And really? Like, what? 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 Am I in an alternate world where people are still excited about his movies? It's the name. That's I interesting. Think. You know, like people know they know the name. Like some of those people getting all excited might not even fucking have seen the Tim Burton movie. They just, you know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's just. It's just ridiculous. I was like, did you guys not see old? <laughs> it's just terrible. I remember I was on like I was on board for Shyamalan stuff. A lot longer than anyone else was because even when they started going bad i thought they were so entertaining um that being said i missed uh avatar the last airbender which was, was the awful. one that i guess pissed a lot of people off oh my god that was bad <laughs> i still haven't seen it oh, so, so like, bad. uh so the one that i saw like the first one i saw that was making people angry was the happening and it's like mm-hmm. oh this is a train wreck and i love it <laughs> i've never i've never seen that one um it's bad, but like it's just fun. It's just an objectively, and the same with Devil, like Devil. horrible movie. Yeah, <laughs> my God, is, I had fun. Devil is uh <laughs> is something. <laughs> um, and then yeah. I, well, I think it was old. Might have been. Oh no, because I, I finally went back. I saw uh, Lady in the Water. I fell asleep after when a long I tried time. To, I tried to watch that when it was on like HBO or something back in the day, and I fell asleep on the couch, and I never went back and finished it. I don't think it was worth it. That was the one that kind of was like, well, maybe people have a point about some Shyamalan movies, yeah. and then fucking old happened, and it's like I'm so uncomfortable. Right, but he's gone in. He's he's gone in like fits and starts, right? Because his first couple of movies, first three actually, I would say, I really like. I think they're really good. Yeah. And then he had like sort of nothing, right? After after Signs, it was just kind of a lot of black. Yeah. And then he had um, uh, Split, which I really liked. Well, it was good. And The Visit, which I thought was really good. I forgot of, he did The Visit. Yeah, all sort of in that same time period. And so then I was getting excited about him again. But then I saw Glass, and I don't remember the order that all these came out, but Glass was a disappointment. Yeah. And then Old was just off. And Old wasn't even... Because, like, I knew... You you saw the trailer and you knew Old was going to be bad. I didn't think it was going to be that uncomfortable. Right, like, like I thought I, it would be... <laughs> I, I didn't expect it to be a great movie. I thought it might be a fun time, but it's not. Yeah. It's just bad. Um, yeah. And this knock at the is I, it knock at the cabin? Is I that what it's, it's called? Yeah. It, it oh, looks bad. I I want it to be. I know it's not going to be, but I just I want it to be good. I liked the book so much. I read the book at your recommendation, I, and I I liked it too. Although I got mad at you for a part, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It just it and looks, I like the cast. I think they did some I do, good casting. Do you really like Dave Batista? Okay, I well, no, maybe not. Yeah. 
And in I the like book, Jonathan Groff. <laughs> in the book, the one guy, like the guy that Dave Batista's playing is like, um, he's, he's not described like Dave Batista at all. <laughs> No. And then there's another guy who's supposed to be like, I guess I pictured in my head anyway, like a bigger dude. And he's a real tiny guy. I don't know. I don't know what they did with the cast. It looks like Wen's going to be really good, though. And I, yeah, yeah I like Jonathan Groff. I, I want to like it. I want it to work. I, my hopes are not high. Yeah, we'll <laughs> see. We'll see. I mean, I'll see it. I'm sure. But we got way away from Tim Burton oh. Wednesday, didn't we? A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, that's okay. Moving on from that, uh, welcome to Derry. Uh, apparently the, this prequel series going to HBO, it prequel, I'm sure everybody's aware of that. We've spoke about it before. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be de- demented scares is, is how it's described. Okay. I just sent you guys an image in our group chat. Uh, you guys can go to bloodydisgusting.com, check it out. Uh, I'm sure you'll be able to find the article. Does Pennywise have a snot bubble in this picture? Dude, this is so fucking stupid, bad, dumb, and just, what are they doing? This looks like Rob Zombie directed the new It movies. (laughs) What is happening? The thing is, yeah, seeing that picture doesn't inspire a lot of confidence. I... I still like. I think the concept is okay, but seeing that picture doesn't make me feel very good about it. No, none of it. Yeah, those okay. pictures making me kind of, <laughs> kind of. I like the idea of going back and exploring the other tragedies that happened in Derry in the past. Yeah, Why not? I do too. But you know what? If it's gonna like, you knew it was gonna be this. You knew it was gonna be this. This is what yeah. they were gonna do. And this style, yeah. at, this is worse than I thought it was gonna be. Actually, you know what I want to see. Hmm. I want them to scrap this. Do you think it's too late? Do you think I can call HBO and be like, listen, I've got a better idea. I would love to see like the past tragedies. Mm-hmm. Specifically, I would love to see a focus on the racism in Derry, the generation mm-hmm. before, and I would like it to be directed by Jordan Peele. <laughs> okay. I mean, it might not be too late to stop this. It is Warner who uh, shit can Batgirl, even though it was completely finished and ready to be released. Well, maybe. Yeah. I'm going to well, rate them. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Man. I, they should do it without Pennywise. Don't put them in it at all. Like honestly, if they if this is the style they want to go, or a different version of Pennywise, right? It doesn't have to be the clown because he's yeah. not really a clown, right? So it, they could have made it anything. I don't know. Of course, he has been a clown for a while, right? I, I don't know. Wasn't I he? A... I, I didn't read the okay. book. I assume that information's in the book. I didn't read it. <laughs> I saw the three movies. They should have named it something else. Name it something else. Do something else. It might not have got the attention, but if you do, it'd it be a right, whole different thing, then. There you go. <laughs> do the same thing you're doing right now. Don't call it. it. Don't mention dairy. Don't bring up Pennywise. You're being it. too precious with it. Dude, it is it is a big part of horror, dude. It was a cornerstone. Like, I know, but I'm just saying, they already made it chapter one and chapter two, which you hated. So what difference does it make whether they do this now? Because they're still doing it. Once something's ruined, it's ruined. But stop! You don't got to be... Yeah, these series don't always ruin things. I mean, Bates Motel is a really good follow-up to Psycho in a prequel form that doesn't time-wise line make any sense, but still. <laughs> I believe you. Uh, it's a very good show. I believe you, I'm, but this isn't it. This isn't going to do it. 
I knew they were going to go the route of chapter one or two. You've obviously. seen one picture. You don't know that yet. This is what I'm talking this about. You it. latch onto one thing and you decide you don't like something. I seen a whole movie based on this one thing. You saw one picture of this series. This is exactly like oh. chapter one and two. All right, we'll see. That'd be dog shit. We'll I don't think Mikey shit. is gonna see. I think he's gonna be. Yeah. No. Uh-uh. Out. Mm-hmm. I'll see pictures and articles when we talk about it here. That's mm-hmm. all I'm gonna see. I will not watch that. You are so close-minded. Fuck no. I, I, <laughs> like this whole like I really, 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 really that that might be one of my biggest beefs with a franchise. Well, with a franchise. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Anyway, moving forward. Uh, Scream Six. Jenny Ortega teases a Scream Two esque Ghostface chase sequences yeah i saw this i don't know what is she referring to in scream 2 that's a great chase i don't remember that i was gonna ask you guys uh, <laughs> I, is there yeah, some that great whole chase? string of words made very little sense to me yeah um i was like what is is there a great chase scene in scream 2 i don't think so i mean i courtney cox guess maybe, i mean i guess but not more than any scream movie right or any horror movie really i mean there's nothing special about that one it's fine like i like scream 2 a lot but i, I never too. like oh the epic chase sequence of yeah. scream 2 yeah I don't, I don't understand that quote what i want to know is are they going to have somebody sing in the cafeteria they might i hope they do Mr. Cat's boyfriend will rage quit. He'll leave the theater, I think, if he has to see hey. any more cafeteria singing. Mr. Cat's boyfriend guy ain't got no game. I don't know how you <laughs> ended up with him. That's how you woo the ladies, man. Mr. Cat's boyfriend guy did not accept the terms of the negotiation that we were trying to work on. So, Mr. Cat's boyfriend guy, I will cattle prod you. <laughs> do, not stop, do not be mean to scream, my friend. Come on out. But done yeah, enough for Friday I, the 13th. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I read she said it was going to be more action-packed and I guess gorier. Yeah. Which is fine, I I guess. I, you know, I because it does sound like press release talk, right? Yeah. Like, that's what you say about something. Because, I mean, what are they going to say? No, this one's going to be real tame and there's hardly going to be any blood and nobody's going to go see it. Um. But yeah, I don't... The chase scene thing doesn't make any sense to me. I don't know. I mean, the only thing... It's not really a chase scene. There's a fun scene that isn't really a chase scene where they're on, the like, the cell phone thing in, like, that open park area. Yeah. You know, like, that's... I wouldn't call that a chase scene, really. It's a fun scene. I remember it. It's well done. Maybe she's talking about, like, the overall... The thing with the car? Yeah, I guess. But, again, it's not really a chase scene. I just... Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, I guess the closest thing is what Mikey said with Courtney Cox in, in the audio booth. But again, I, it, it's, it's, it's well executed. It's well done. But, I, you know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I, it, it, I want this movie to be good so bad. Please, please don't. Please don't. Fuck it. Please. It's either going to be good or it's going to be Ghostface Take to Manhattan. Please don't. Fuck it. Uh... <laughs> The new owners of the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre house, uh, they plan to preserve its horror legacy. Okay. By selling it to me? Hmm. Very cheap. Very, very cheap. (laughs) 
And, you know, I wonder how expensive that house is because they moved it, right? It's not in its original location, is my understanding. Right. Like, it got moved at some point. So, and it's in, like, some podunk town in the middle of Texas somewhere. But how expensive could it really be? Uh, um, I mean, it's not like it was a huge house anyway. It's all... I, th- I think the... Um, we talked about it on here. Uh, Signs of the Lambs house, mm-hmm. I think, sold and was, like, a big deal or something. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing, right? It's probably normally wouldn't be a very expensive house but because it is the texas chainsaw massacre house right i'm sure it costs a lot of money yeah it's buffalo bill's house yeah yeah sold um weren't they turning that into a bed and breakfast or something right that's that'd be dope shit i thought i read that somewhere i could be wrong i don't yeah i'm i'm i mean it's never happened before but it could be um yeah I don't know. It's also, it amazes me when they move a house. Like, doesn't it seem like an awful lot of work to move an entire ass house? Not if you have your house. Uh, you ever see, you would probably like it, that reality show where these people have like these houses built on boats. Houseboats. Yeah, houseboats are awesome. Is that the name of it? Yeah. yeah. That seems like something you would like. Yeah, they, they just have a whole fucking mini house. Yeah. Well, it depends. Like, like some of those are nice and others are just like floating trailers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Can I live on one of those? No, but I've been to one. My um, really? When I, yeah. When I was a kid, my uh, follow me here. <laughs> <laughs> when I was a kid, my stepmother's grandparents owned one on a lake in Tennessee, and it was like a vacation thing for them. It, they didn't live there, but we would go down. Um, every, not every summer, but quite frequently during the summer, and spend like a, a week down there or whatever, Just hanging out. Boat. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's kind of nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Um. So, but moving a whole house just seems odd, and it happens. Uh, like the Myers house isn't in its original location. It got moved years ago too. Yeah. Yeah. It's still in Pasadena. It's just not in the same spot. And I'm always like, why do you move a whole house? Like, it seems like it would be a lot less work just to build a house, right? I. I was watching a video, it was a while ago, but there was a house, and you could, and it was, um, it was, like, this really amazing, like, Victorian, I don't want to call it a mansion, but, like, just massive house, right? Um, and you could buy it for one dollar, but it was on historical property, you could not buy the property it was on, so you had to pay to have the house moved within the first, like, 60 days that you owned it. And hmm. it was like, and no one could afford to move the house right, because the costs were so outrageous. And it's yeah. like, like what? What's, what? It, what's it cost to move a house? I don't even know. Apparently, a lot. Yeah, <laughs> there's foundation involved, and uh, foundation's yeah, supposed to be there forever until you knock it down. How the hell are they doing that? Well, maybe they move the house and put it on another foundation somehow. No, but I'm saying, like, the beams and everything that go in, you know? like I don't know. What the hell are we talking about? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, please explain to us. Yeah, I have no idea. Go, go, uh, Mikey, you're going to have to get on another weird forum thing and get some questions <laughs> answered for us. I'm going to get banned from one of those one day. <laughs> Just start blocking me from all forms. Everywhere. This, of all the ones that you've done, this one it would actually be the one that it actually makes the most sense for somebody to post in such a forum about, though, like the cost of moving a house. It's not, you know, how long turtles can fuck or whatever. <laughs> what am I? <laughs> what 
goes on in Rob's head, do you think? That's what it was. That It was from Black Christmas, remember? She says it. it, it <laughs> she tells the dad yeah. it, about the turtle that can have sex for three days or whatever, and then Mikey went and asked some people. I had forgotten you asked about that. I'm going to have to figure out my password to that account because I don't remember the answer to that. I kind of want to know again. <laughs> yeah, funny enough, I don't remember the answer either. You'd think that's information that would stick with me, but it didn't. I want to find another turtle form, make another account and ask again, and we'll cross <laughs> reference. Uh, <laughs> got way off topic. Uh, yeah, I have a feeling that's going to happen today. this show. It's just the mood I'm in, I guess. I don't know. I put you in a good mood, see? No, you didn't. Yes, I did. <laughs> uh, I think it was Vodka put me in a good mood. That yeah, might have helped. Uh, I sent you guys something else on uh, in the oh. group chat. You'll be alright. It's Friday the 13th for me. <laughs> okay. Uh... <laughs> Creepy Duck uh, uh-huh. at Creepy Duck Art A-R-T on Twitter. Uh, apparently he made a Crystal Lake for that TV series on Peacock and mm-hmm. uh, he made a poster for it a design art and mm-hmm. it looks awesome. Yeah, I saw this. It does look really cool. I like how they did that. Yeah. It's um for people who haven't seen it it's, it's like a young kid standing at uh, I guess on the shore of the lake or whatever. And then his reflection is the reflection of Jason Voorhees. Um, yeah, it looks really cool. I like it. I don't even know if they'd be allowed to do that. I, I might have to I don't reach know. out to Larry Zern. I don't know. I don't know what they can and can't do. I have no idea. Yeah. It's so confusing. Might have to reach out to Larry again. Maybe have him on to break everything down. Yeah. Because, I mean... like they, See, they, and this is the fucking problem. Because it looks cool. If that's what it is, mm-hmm. I'll be down to watch it. But it's not like, can they even have Jason in there? I don't know. I, I have no idea. I have no idea. We don't no know. clue. No clue. I do trust Brian Fuller, though, as we talked about. I, and I, and I, he had, but he had full control of Hannibal. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know what the rights are, but uh, for the most part, the character of Hannibal, like he, he had it. He could do whatever he wanted. This is a fucking mess. We don't know what they can and can't do. Yeah, we'll see. I'm, I'll, you know, I'll check it out. I mean, no. I will too. Yeah. I'll give it a go, man. Also, oh, I forgot to tell you guys. Uh, I, or, or maybe I did in the group. I don't remember. My grandmother, Grandma Bones' birthday had just recently passed. Yeah, I, yeah, I wished her, sent her birthday wishes and you didn't share them with her. You son of a bitch. Yeah, uh, I tweeted. That's another thing, Kat. Maybe you should be aware of this as well. Uh-oh. I tweeted for people to, you know, send funny happy birthday things to my grandmother on Twitter. Yeah. And Rob said, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't remember exact. Happy birthday, Grandma Bones. Sorry about your grandson. Yes, that's, that's <laughs> correct. Yeah, yeah, I actually saw that. Everyone yeah. was very nice. And you did you see Dommies? I was nice to your grandmother. I thought that was the requirement. Yeah, fuck me though. Did, <laughs> did you see Dami's tweet? No, I didn't. Oh, I tagged you. Oh, oh. oh I missed it. Oh, that would affect the power ranking. Cool. What Dami say? I I gotta find it. I'll remember. I, I I'll show you later. All right. Um, I forget where the hell I was going with all. Oh, yeah. So I told her about the um the Crystal Lake thing that's happening, and yeah, just kind of catching her up on everything. Mm-hmm. And I also, she's very excited. And I also, I showed her a scene from Terrifier 2. Mm-hmm. And it, was I, the, it was the bedroom scene, right? Yep, with the salt and the... Yeah, yes. Yeah. 
and man i wish i had another phone to record her reaction <laughs> it was so funny did man. you make your poor grandmother throw up on her birthday <laughs> no but she she was like she was watching it and she was you know like kind of eye rolling and like oh wow look at what they're doing and then she just went no 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 <laughs> <laughs> She she did not uh she See, thought it was funny and cute, but I feel like that's meaner to your grandmother than what I said. <laughs> she was like she was in shock at what he was doing. And when he came <laughs> back with the salt, she went, You gotta be kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> uh very funny. Yeah. That that would have went viral if I would have got her reaction yeah. to that. That shit was yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Well, we're done with the news. Alright. So, you know what um, that means. Yeah. Well, first it means Rob has to get a drink. Oh. Before okay. we... before Oh, yeah, no, no, no. We got the gabagooly thing, right? Yeah. I see. I, Mikey almost got by. I almost was like... I thought we were getting into the uh, movie, but... Cat was ready. I'm surprised. Yeah, you, I, I uh, was ready to go. Okay, it's not break time yet. I thought it was break time. All right, so... Make it break time. I think one of these might be a duplicate, but we're gonna we're gonna see how it goes. Well, um, I feel like we have a natural built-in break time. Okay. Here we go. All right, let's see. This is the portion of the show where I get uh, made fun of for being Italian. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one, and that doesn't that doesn't get used too much. No, that's uh, good. It's, I like it's that. a little bit different this week. Yeah, what the fuck generated that laugh. You enjoy this one a lot. I huh? do. I Damn. like that one. I like that a lot. It's from an account called Hardcore Italians. They're getting a follow. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, when Rob followed the Tom Atkins account, the Tom Atkins shit just fucking exploded from his, his time, on his timeline. Great. This, is this just might be I the mean. end of the segment. <laughs> yeah. This might be the end of the show. Finally, universally. F- oh. <laughs> okay, that one. That, that one's kind of funny. Uh, for everybody listening, these go up on the Patreon so our patrons can be involved, even though they're probably the ones doing it. Of uh, In this... Do we call it fun? I don't think it's fun. Yeah. It's, a, it's a celebration. No, it's not. It's a celebratory extravaganza. It's people sending memes making fun of me for being Italian. Is what it is. All right, so Yeah, now I'm following that account. All right. <laughs> oh, fuck Dean Gray. Dude, that Tom Atkins account is fun. That guy responds to me sometimes. We go back and forth a little bit. It's exciting. I fucking hate him. You know, the the good thing is, for me, the only good thing that comes out of this is Rob will just start sending them to me. So, yeah. you know, the, the stock will go down on this show. We'll see. We'll see. On this Maybe, segment, rather. I mean, we'll see what kind of restraint I have. <laughs> None. <laughs> uh, to describe to everybody listening, it is a, a meme that says, finally, a, unis- a university for Italians... And it's a university sign in front of a bush with a big U on it. And it says, what's the matter you? <laughs> Which I've heard a lot growing what's up. What's the matter you? What's the matter you? All right. Yeah. What's the matter you? That doesn't get used very often. I like that. Yeah. Because we get a lot different. of the capiche hands, a lot of the yeah. gabagool, but yeah. 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 It's okay. Robert De Niro's a good hole to go down. He's got the you're yeah. good you and all these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, what's the uh, matter? He doesn't even, you know, forget about it. Had a run for a while. Yeah, it's pretty popular. We yeah. got a sign for it. I mean, come on, it's, yeah. it's accepted now. Yeah. God, how many? Like, are there a lot of these? Are we almost at the end of the tunnel with these things? Uh, yeah, we're we're getting close. 
How many are left off the top of your head? You know, like a guess? Uh, we've got about six left. What? <laughs> I, feel like we had, I feel like we had six like three episodes ago. I'm still Ooh. getting them in. Okay. <laughs> Holy shit. The, the fl- it's, it's slowed. I'm no longer getting because like the I'm, I got that first one that I released anonymously and then I got a whole bunch <laughs> the week after that. Um, I don't get them as regularly anymore, but I, I have gotten in since the last time you asked. So yeah, we're at about six right now. Right. I thought like three. <laughs> well, that's what it should be, but people. That's what it would have been if I hadn't gotten more. Yeah. Holy shit! This is never gonna end. When it runs dry, I can fill it right back up. Now that I've gone to this Twitter account, we're good. You know, the bad part is now everybody who's involved with these fuck you, by the way, whoever's involved with this, uh, they're gonna like this. This page is gonna get pretty good followers. They should pay us. I think. Well, they've got 19 followers right now, so. Oh, they definitely need to pay us. Come on, they're gonna get at least five from this episode. Bare minimum. Oh fuck me. All right, that's it. We're done. Yep, break time. Oh. Oh, Rob said break time, so break time. <laughs> this is break the natural break time. break time. We always take a break at this point in the episode when we record it. Don't shake it more than twice. I shake it to completion. <laughs> God damn it. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Mini Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. All right. Here we are. Uh, we don't do new movies often. Mm-mm. And Kat and I were talking, I don't know if you heard this part, but uh, for this movie specifically, wanted to make sure that you know we are going to spoil the shit out of this movie when we talk about it, and this is not a movie you want spoiled. No. You want to go watch this movie right now and come back and finish yes. the episode. Yes, you, you want to watch Barbarian knowing as little about it as possible. The less you know, the happier you're going to be. Yeah. yeah. And which is one of those things. I, so, oh, I've talked about this on the show before. I'm happier always the less I know about a movie going in, because mm-hmm. um, expectations can ruin uh, otherwise fine films. Uh, but I, so I always like my dream world is where I ask, "How was the movie?" And someone says, "I'm not going to tell you anything until you've seen it." That's like my ideal movie interaction, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people did that with barbarians specifically and i knew right away because it's like if they don't want to tell me anything i know i need to see this film um and man i'm i've never been so happy not to have something spoiled so seriously go watch it very well said very well said um yeah that's usually how things go here we we just homeboy talk this and you know it's gonna happen uh so barbarian 2022 holy titties you guys have been talking about barbarian a lot yeah and uh cat and even rob you rob you said this kind of climbed your your ranking yeah i love this movie yeah 
All right. Um, so who wants to go first and give like just a quick thought on this bad boy? I love I love this movie. Um, I love that it's subverted. I because I again I didn't have any expectations. Uh, no one would tell me anything about it, and I'm so glad. But it. it even once I was in the movie, it continued to create and then subvert those expectations. Like, there was not any point in this movie where I could have guessed with any accuracy what scene was coming next. Um, <laughs> and I love movies that can do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you said that this, uh, during, we were recording a, an episode of Versus for Patreon yeah. uh, before this. You said, in the, correct me if I'm wrong, this was your second favorite movie of the year. Yeah, this is my second favorite wow. horror movie of the year. My second favorite movie of the year is actually Everything Everywhere All at Once. Okay. Uh, uh but not a horror movie. <laughs> so yeah, in, in terms of just scary movies, this is my my number two slot. Bam. Okay. Rob, what uh what has you tooting this horn? So I went and saw this in theaters and I had seen the trailer for it um a number of times in, in theaters and um the trailer, I mentioned this, I don't remember if it was here on the Patreon episode. I, they all run together. Um, but the trailer is done perfectly it, in a way. It's also kind of ineffective because it doesn't look like a good movie when you watch the trailer. It looks pretty boring, actually. Um, but what they do with the trailer is they don't show you anything in the trailer past like the first act. So it makes it look like the first act of them being in the Airbnb together is the entire movie. So, of course, the assumption then is that uh, Bill Skarsgård's character is the evil guy in the film. Right. And he's, you know, going to do something to to the to test. Um, and that's when I went in expecting when I saw this movie. So, boy, was I surprised. <laughs> I'll say this, too, because uh, I give the the uh bill skarsgård i gave him a lot of shit for the yeah. it stuff uh he should he should be himself or or play a more human role maybe as a i don't know uh he should do that more often mm-hmm. yeah good act yeah uh, the, the, the director know. said they cast him specifically because uh people find him off-putting because he, we know him so much as like pennywise yeah and stuff um and so it would lead to an uneasiness when you watched the movie and you saw that it was him. Um, because they, again, the trailer shows you nothing that happens beyond the first third of the film. And they really leaned into that with the, with the movie too. Like they wanted you to think that's what the movie was going to be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this movie, this, this is my first watching. I watched it tonight before we recorded this. This movie was weird and it did a lot of stuff very well very well acting was great in this movie uh transitions were different and 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 sudden and and very a lot of stuff done very well but there's also some stuff where it's like "Mm." and the stuff that makes me go kind of sticks out more than the stuff that was done well, or at least just as as much, because this stuff was a shocker. Uh, <laughs> I heard about the Teddy Monster that that apparently was you know the surrounding this movie. Uh, shout out to I think it's Jay Betts on Twitter, uh, my buddy Achilles. He 
I mentioned it to him that we were going to be recording this week, uh, this movie this week, and uh, he said "booby monster." And that was the first. <laughs> I was like, "Holy shit!" Okay, so that's the thing. And it, <laughs> you see it when you see it, and but that that moment though, there's a lot of things in this movie that you have to overlook, and I'm willing to do that if you make it worth it. And they made it worth it, but. There's a lot of things that you gotta overlook. I will say, uh, on the second watch, I I still enjoy the movie. I have not lost any of my love for this, uh, very strange experience that Uh is Barbarian. (laughs) But I will say, I noticed a lot more that I had to overlook the first time. I I I, and I think this speaks to the testament of the film because the first time I wasn't thinking like I. I've got to suspend my disbelief here. I was, they had me. I was like at the edge of my seat. I wanted to know what was going to happen next. I I was ready. I was immersed. Um, Watching it a second time, it was like, wow, I let a lot of stuff go that I normally would not have been able to let go in a film. And I didn't even notice I was doing it the first time around. Like, which I think, again, I think it speaks to the quality of the film because usually stuff like that drives me. There are a lot of little things. that I think would bother me if this were a different movie. And they just got to pass. They, like if I had not had a chance to rewatch this, cause I only saw it for the first time like a couple weeks ago when it came to streaming. Um, I think if I had not gotten a chance to watch it again for this episode, I would have been baffled that there was anything wrong with it. Cause I, from the first viewing just didn't remember. Yeah. That- and see that that's my struggle is you know being able to get over that stuff and them making it worth it and like i said they did but god like uh, stuff like and and it's it's relatively small like the cops in this movie annoyed the shit out of me i think that i think they're supposed to i think that was correct no i know <laughs> but not not even for that it's like first of all they they said that they had no cops they tried to call the cops or something whatever earlier oh this is, we we don't have any what the fuck do you mean we don't have, so nobody's gonna come? No, we're we're just no fuck. Well, I, I think that the the idea there is that it is this underserved, uh, rundown community that's full of crime <sighs> and everything. And when they get calls from there, they're just not taking it seriously. That was actually something that I noticed that I appreciated more on the rewatch is how much of a presence the city has okay. because of the stuff like the cops. And then when you finally meet the cops and they're still not taking her seriously, um, the just like horrified reaction from the woman interviewing her, I think was a lot more effective. Um, and, and even yeah. like their discussion about artists, wh- when he explains that he's staying in the house to try and fu- not, to look into the area that he's in but to be close enough to look for new areas to kind of bring artists into on the outside of that i think there are just a lot of little nods to just how like poorly underfunded this area is and it it felt i think very real yeah i mean they talk about that you know jeffrey dahmer they talk about uh him and and had he operated in any other neighborhood than the one he did in Milwaukee he would have been caught much sooner but because he operated in an underserved mostly black and asian neighborhood 
It just wasn't, it wasn't picked up upon. I mean, that sort of thing happens in real life all the time. Okay. But I, I don't know guys. It underserved is one thing. And the Dahmer thing, the cops went, they were just incompetent and racist and stupid and all kinds of things. Uh, this was more just like, they kind of erased the cops out of the, there is no way, no matter how underserved, uh, two police officers. I'm going to see a woman in her shape, like all fucked up and bruises and dirt everywhere and all that, out of breath, sweaty and nasty. And they're going to, and they're, she's telling them, I was just held captive. I seen someone get killed. There's no way that's going to just be dropped like that ever. I think it might be. I don't think it the, the, writer, like that's the writer not... director. Um, who is uh, I'm trying to find his name, Zach Krager, who wrote and directed the film. Uh, one of the things that he he started this screenplay um, on or, or based it on was an actual experience that happened to him where he got to an Airbnb and he was locked out and a cop came by and asked if he needed help. And he said, yeah, I'm, I'm running this Airbnb and I can't I can't get in. Uh, I'm thinking about just breaking in. And the cop just went, yeah, don't break in and then drove off and did absolutely nothing to help him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, guys. I also like you're, I think you're giving the, the police thing. way more credit than they deserve, Mikey. I'm not. I I, I understand, but come on, they, no, just, no one's coming. Even if no one was coming, they okay, would never. First tell of all, you no she never. Coming. She didn't say no one's coming. She said we don't have any units available right now. And I think it was a very important point that she like um that Tess asks. She's like, so you're not sending anyone? Right. And the woman very calmly repeats. We don't have any available units right now, which I think is like, I think the fact that they didn't say no one's coming for you. They gave you like one of those bullshit bureaucratic answers. Same thing. It's not the same thing, though. Like from a storytelling no perspective, it's very realistic, I think, because it's yeah. you, they didn't say no one's coming. They said they don't have any available units right now. Uh. With no instruction, which I think kind of, it points to the understaffed issue, it points to the fact that she's not being taken seriously, and I think another really important thing that you're kind of overlooking is that they tell her, they hint at it first, and then they actually tell her that she can go sleep it off at the station. Yeah, they thought she was on drugs, I know. Yeah. She didn't look like a drug, that's the thing too, like they say, she looked nothing like a drug addict. Okay, but if you see a, you know, I... I think that's kind of the thing. Like we know what she's been through and we see where all of this stuff has come from. They are already seeing what they want to see. They've written her off as someone like unhinged with crazy eyes, yelling at them, insulting them, accusing them of not doing their job, which they haven't done uh, wearing dirty clothes. And like, they just are. I think that's, I think that might be why I like the movie. Like I, a big part of it. Cause that just sense of helplessness from the people that are supposed to help you, you know, also worth noting, Georgina Campbell has fantastic, crazy eyes and she might, might have a slashy in her future. <laughs> that is hilarious. Yeah. I don't know, cat. I don't, I didn't I, see that. Cause so, I, she looked, I've seen a crackhead before. She, she disheveled. Yes. Crackhead. No, she was speaking perfectly. Yeah, I I just didn't. I they they hit that I, tone you're talking about though. 
of that I helplessness. Think, but it, I just didn't like how they got there. I would rather have this any day than the, oh, I don't have cell phone service. Agreed. Like, I Agreed. think this was a really inventive, because, like, yeah. for to do a horror movie, you've got to get the cops out of the way. And, yeah, yeah. you know, there are a lot of really dumb ways to do it. There are a lot of things we've seen a lot. Uh, but she, and I think even they kind of touch on it, because it's like, she doesn't have her phone. She doesn't have a way to call for help without, like, staying inside the house. And she's determined enough to go get help from the police anyway. And they're still written out of the picture. And I, I think the way that they did it was not only, like, a nice change of pace, but I think it really helped sell some of the themes of the movie, you know? Yeah. And again, much like Jeffrey Dahmer, not only that, they picked her up at a gas station and drove her back to the place she was trying to get away from. And, and then just left her there. there. Like, what the fuck? God damn it, man. Um, another, another thing that I, I wasn't crazy about was that, you know, the daylight comes, she's driving in the rain and all that, and it's really storming bad. Daylight comes and she can't believe the shithole area. Like, I'm pretty sure you could notice that. Even in a, in a rainstorm. It's like, I probably would have U-turned out of there. Like, I'm, not, I'm not staying anywhere <laughs> around this area. But again, that that's kind of nitpicky. Um, I I didn't take a lot of notes mostly through this movie because I was just sitting and taking, and it was done very well. I, I don't want people to think I didn't like this movie. Mm-hmm. You know, it was done very well. Uh, my first real note, other than um, you know, a couple of little things, uh, was that 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 camera in that basement room mm-hmm. and the bed, dude. That was fucking creepy. Yeah. 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 Unless you're AJ. Then you're just measuring for extra square footage. <laughs> that fucking guy. We'll get to that. That was but so fucking funny. It did bother He's more like he's he moved he moved the bed around so he could measure. Dude, like that that was done so fucking well. And you would think it's easy to make something look really creepy. It's not. You know, but the yeah. simplicity of it, it's like if you just put a bed and a hand, a bloody handprint in the bucket, that's what. But the camera's like, what the fuck went on right here? And yeah. I, I love the dichot, like I, I love the juxtaposition between those two scenes where she sees the camera and she gets it right away, mm-hmm. and she, like she can't even talk about what she saw down there without shaking, and she's terrified. And then the fucking tape measure, like yeah. I just. Yeah. Well, it, that goes back to what she says at the beginning of the movie, right? Men and women, women walk through have the world in a different yeah. way, yeah. And they they nailed it with that yeah. scene. They absolutely, like mm. they had it. Now, my first note that I took was actually about Bill Sarsgaard's character, and it was in the beginning scene because I have so been that guy. Because I know that so many guys are shitty, I try to overcompensate for that, not to come off as like a creepy dude sometimes and you end up coming off even that much more creepy you know what i mean like you're trying <laughs> yeah. to settle somebody to you know like yeah you're you're cool i'm not uh, you know uh, i'm not a weirdo or whatever and you just end up being socially awkward and a complete weirdo because of it uh i've been that guy in a number of different situations yeah that's it yeah yeah. And, and and the thing is, too, once you start going down there, it's like a snowball rolling yeah. down a hill. Like, you can't, there's nothing you can do to reverse it. The wine bottle. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, stop, 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 yep. please stop. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Just stop talking. Stop talking. Yeah. Um, but, you know, but that, that, that whole, 
acting was done really, and that's what I mean. But the acting in this were really fucking. It was it was great. That's a talented cast. Yeah. Oh man, and that's that's what character because you know I want to be. I want you to grab my attention right out of the gate, and that's why I was kind of I was happy. I only took two notes, and one of them was uh, how much of a shithole the neighborhood was, and I was in for the movie. I didn't take mm-hmm. another note until the dude was running, hey, little girl, or whatever, you know, the homeless guy. Mm-hmm. And that's a good portion. So they had me invested. Great story. Um, the setup was phenomenal. It's like, you know, it, it's such an awkward situation on so many levels uh, of it just happening in the first place. And you got nowhere to live and uh, to, to sleep. And, uh, you know, then you got the whole, you know, guy staying with woman, stranger danger thing going on. Yeah. So they they did a great job, man. This setup was fucking phenomenal. And That's then a, oh, the double booked Airbnb thing is becoming a real trope uh fast is though, isn't it? There's been like three or four movies based on that same scenario that'll come out this year I alone. Seen any others? Really? One star one stars Winona Ryder, I know. Um I actually I can't remember the name of it. I almost went and saw it, but I didn't get a chance before. It was in theaters for like a blink of an eye. And I missed it. And then I've I've heard of at least at least one other, maybe two. I mean, it's really becoming a thing. Um, that was uh, it was something I thought Mikey was going to bring up, and he didn't. I, or maybe I'm just beating him to it. Um, I but I do want to talk about because I saw it in a lot of the reviews when I was looking at reviews for this. A lot of people really complained about the all the hotels being booked in detroit that was me i complained about that at one point you also complained about that uh and i it's one of those things where i kind of understand why the thought would cross your mind but first of all uh trying to get a hotel room in detroit under the best of circumstances is not ideal (laughs) and then like i've been uh i've been in detroit for a convention i had a really tough time uh booking room even like a couple months out the trying to find a place the day of when you're already like in a place even if it's kind of a sketchy situation like tess goes to the sketchiest possible airbnb uh she's obviously not super concerned about that kind of thing until she gets there and the situation is also sketchy I honestly kind of understand why it's like after you've made a call, we get to see her make one. She might have made more than one, like even a few rejections from a hotel. It only takes like the couple highest rated hotels being overbooked for you to want to give up. Like, I I don't think that people seem to be taking that scene really literally where it's like there's no way every hotel room was booked in Detroit. And it's Mm -hmm. like, no, but you're going to feel really hopeless after you call like two or three right that's where like, you get on like uh hotel.com or whatever find your room that way um <laughs> that's what i did when i stayed in detroit lovely place had a casino and everything that was another thing that yeah <laughs> uh, and again not they made it worth it i'm not saying like you know oh how could they you know like we have to overlook things in harm right I, all this stuff to me Right. I, I I disagree with you about the cops, the neighborhood. Well, I I can't. I see what you're saying. I probably in the hotel thing bothers you, but to me, that's all nitpicky little stuff. Like I'm is. overlooking that in a heartbeat. I've looked over much more for much less in a horror movie. Well, you look over a lot of stuff. Or I don't know what that. I don't know what you mean by that, sir. Everything else. 
I'm a little more tied to reality. But no, I look I, again. I'm not saying it ruined the movie and it made it bad or anything. It's just you know stuff we had overlooked. But it bothered me. I'm like, God, man. I don't know, but you know, it, like like Cat said, it's better than not having cell phone service for some mysterious mm-hmm. reason or you mm-hmm. know whatever. You start to bother me. Already bothered me. <laughs> um. Uh, what you guys? What What was your reaction the first time you seen? Um, I, I'm going to keep calling the titty monsters until someone else gives me something else to call. Call. Mm-hmm. What, well, what we mother. You could call. Right? It, yeah. Mother. All right. Yeah. Well. It's a little bit appropriate than Titty Monster, I guess. Yeah, a <laughs> um, little bit. So, so, what what was your guys' reaction when you first seen Mother? Um, I don't know. All of it happened so fast. I think the only thing I thought was, "What the fuck?" <laughs> um, because it it does an amazing cut right after that, where suddenly you're <laughs> on the Pacific Coast Highway <laughs> with Justin Long in a convertible singing along to Donovan, and you're like, "What is happening?" Yeah. Um. Yeah. So the again. Whole, yeah. The <laughs> you whole just never thing. Never know what's going to come next. <laughs> the whole thing was just like, "What the hell's going on? What was that? What is this? What is going on?" <laughs> Something that I think was also really good. I. It wasn't a jump scare. I think it would have been really easy to do like a full jump scare right there. But I love the fact that she's like trying to get him to back out of that place. You know, and he's like, "We can't go that way. We can't go that way. It's that way." Like mm-hmm. you know. And then it comes up from behind him, I think. I think it was really effective. I think it worked. And I like that they didn't do, like, the full jump scare music and have her, like, right in the camera, you know? Mm -hmm. There were a lot of, like, very mature decisions that were made in Barbarian. And I, I, like, the lack of jump scares, I think, really sold me on this. Because there were a lot of opportunities where you expect to see them, Mm -hmm. you know, and... Yeah, there's a lot of atmosphere in the movie. Um, you're right. There's not a lot of jump. There there were a couple, but not nothing. Yeah. It, it's not overdone. It's not a jump scare fest. And they don't have that music. I, I'm learning about myself because um, I saw, I, I revisited the Satan Slaves movies and then I watched Smile immediately after that. Uh-huh. And um, what I'm learning is that the soundtrack for jump scares bothers me more than the yeah, actual yeah. footage yeah that's what actually makes you jump right yeah yeah there's yeah. always a, there's always a big music sting and that's what that's what comes out and it makes but i you... never do so it just irritates the shit out of me <laughs> yeah yeah and in jump scares i don't know like i know people like oh i can't i can't stand jump scares they make movies too scary for me it's like well no they don't really i mean the jump scare isn't scary it startles you it's not it's yeah. not the same thing as being scared <laughs> And let's be honest, most movies that overdo them, i.e. The Conjuring and everything, you see them coming a mile away. Yeah. Yeah, a, a good portion of them. I gave, uh, what was it, His House? I gave them some points. for uh, That's a good term for a cat, maturity. And yeah. Maturity. Yeah, for not taking, like, because you look at it, you're like, oh, it's coming. And there were, I think I counted two that I kind of seen coming and they did jump scare in them. But they didn't overdo it. There's nothing wrong with a jump scare. Just do it well. One of my favorite scenes from this year um, comes actually from Five Cream, um, where Five. <laughs> where they're in the house uh, and that kid's just gotten out of the shower and they oh, set yeah. up jump scare <laughs> after jump scare, but they don't pay any of them off. I absolutely love that because it's just it's uh, so well done. You know, he opens the refrigerator and you're expecting the guy to be there when he closes the door, but there's nothing. It's just, it's just not. <laughs> yeah, it's just a series of him doing that kind of stuff. It's fantastic. 
Yeah, I love that shit. Scream's so good, man. You guys, you shame on both of you. <laughs> well, see, I said it was good. No, you didn't give it. They did shit like that all the time. They put it right in your face and no. They didn't do it. <laughs> and then they do it at the door. Bam. Anyway, not talking about Scream. Uh, yeah, that, that was a shocking. I was like, what the fuck was that? And oh, that's another thing that really aggro. Like, why is he saying we have to go this way? I, I think he just lost. Too. I, I think he just lost track of her. Yeah. I thought thing. he was. See, I thought he was maybe disoriented or something. I, I you know, be, right? yeah, with yeah. which way he needed but to it's go. It's a straight hallway, and she's coming from this way. Why the fuck? Right. Would she, she's telling <laughs> no. We have to right. go this way. Like, right. I'm the exit. No matter where mother is at, the exit is only one way. Right. It's right? a straight <laughs> hall. Like how right. did he? Like I get he's in a fucked up situation, and that's another thing too. By the way, she she sends him down there. She freaks out first. I. She, you see that little cave? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, no, I'm not going in there. No. No. There, no. no. I understand they did the whole, you know, she looked at the picture again, and, you know, uh, there's interest, and she smiled at it and all that. I get what they were setting up there. Mm-hmm. They had a great night and all that. There's no way. I don't care how invested. <laughs> I, You're, I'd, leave, I'd leave my own mother down there. <laughs> There's no fucking way I'm going down. You can scream for help all you want. You're dead already, bro. There's nothing I can do for you. What did you say last week? I got nothing for you. Yeah, I got nothing for you. Uh -uh. Sorry, mom. Nope, nope, nope. That that whole, and I think that's where it ended. And that's the last time I really got pissed off. But I was like, what the fuck you going down there for? I I understand horror. And I also... I also feel like they created in Tess uh, a character who's just a better person than I am. So uh, way okay. better, yeah. Because she's so, once even when she gets out, yeah. After all that, better. she wants to go back in to to way help it. No, that's the thing that amazes me about Tess. Because I also felt that way. I understood because they they take the time with Tess, you know, to show you that she's uh tough. She's quick on her feet. She's good in a crisis. And then when she gets locked down in the basement, even then she's like, she's making smart decisions. She nopes out when it's appropriate. She does a little bit of exploration, but she like takes precautions. She mm-hmm. backs the fuck out when it gets too real. Yet they take a lot of time to establish her as a smart character before she starts making dumb decisions. And the first time, like when she goes down after the guy, I kind of, it, it's one of those things where it's like, I understand, you know, if it's like, cause that adrenaline starts pumping. She likes the guy. She's thinking, you know, maybe he fell. We don't know what happened to him. Like, maybe it's something I can just pull him back out uh, and we can go to the police together, Mm -hmm. you know, because she's and I think there's a relief also that he's finally on her side because he's, you know, and in in context, I kind of agree with her decision to go in that split decision like that she makes. But then when she goes back in for the other dude, no. it's like I there's nothing in the world that would you make now me do know. that. Like, I, I, yeah. I could understand myself making a really reckless decision in that first moment and going back down. But for the life of me, I would not rescue Justin Long. I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. Like, I wouldn't go down for the first guy. The best thing no. I can do for for you in that situation is go to my car, drive to the corner store, yep. get myself a nice bottle of cheer wine, have a couple drinks of it, and go get some help. <laughs> that's that's the best I can do. 
Tijuana Coasters. That cat, be honest. Yeah. You're in that house, and Mr. Cat's boyfriend guy goes down there, and you hear him screaming for help. But you're standing at the top of those steps. Do you go get him, or do you? What happens? I knowing that he's going to listen to this episode, I will be <laughs> completely honest. Anyway, I would go uh, down once. I would go down to the basement with wow. adrenaline. Uh, if wow. I wasn't thinking about it, I would go get him. And if he told me that we weren't going to the exit, I would leave him. <laughs> I'm yeah, going to that right. exit. If you call me down for help and then you're crawling around on the floor, you don't seem like hindered by anything. I'm leaving you the fuck down there. Like I've done everything I can do. Uh, and then if he, if someone else, or if he got stuck down there again, that's just, that's it. <laughs> I, <laughs> I have my limits. <laughs> but you know what? Even saying that, Kat, you're still a better person than me because I ain't going down there for nothing. <laughs> uh-uh. Nope. There's, you know what? Leave them down there. There's plenty of fish in the sea. I'll meet there's, somebody else. They weren't even... They, even if, say, like, you know, okay, like Kat, Kat just said, for, for Mr. Kat's boyfriend, guys, she'll go for the power of love and, and, and she'll risk it all for, for her man. Good for you, Kat. But... There is nobody on this planet after one damn day of knowing it. No. <laughs> no. 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 If if we had just met, if it was like the first day I had met him and he had gone down there, I would have been like, good luck, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm no, going be, to the cops. I'd be standing at the top of that, that tunnel, those stairs, just looking down there like, man, I got the worst luck in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Finally meet somebody I like. And this is what happens. It always happens to me. <laughs> the I other see. thing that I would do... I, this is going to undermine my whole being a good person thing. But I do think if the police refused to help me, right? Like if I had gotten out and I brought the police and they were like, you know, we're, you're lucky we don't lock you up to uh, sleep this off. I would get, I would immediately get a YouTuber in on it. I'd be like, <laughs> I found this haunted as fuck house. <laughs> Live stream this, go down there. Uh, just, just to prove to the world I was right. Yeah. Like, I would definitely get more people involved. <laughs> See, my whole thing is because she couldn't get her car, right? Her car keys were inside. Yeah. So she couldn't leave. And the cops are, are going to leave her there. I would have gotten myself arrested. I would spend a night arrested. in jail. Yeah. yeah. I, I li <laughs> yeah. seriously would have punched one of those cops and gone straight to jail. Yeah. Or at least she didn't even ask for a ride. Nothing. Yeah. I would have. Yeah, I don't think they would have given her a ride. I would have tried. I would have oh. tried to get in the hop on the top of the motherfucker. Like yeah, there's nothing yeah. that could have got. I and the dude told. I don't remember what that was before. Yeah, that was after. Dude told her get out of here before dark. Yeah. It's getting dark. Fuck that. No. Yeah. Oh man. But of course, again, we say if people do logical things, horror movies don't happen. Yeah, but that's like she mm -hmm. did a very illogical thing like three times. <laughs> you know, like this is. <laughs> Like Cass said, in the moment you go down, all right, cool, but... I forgive her uh, for the first one, but yeah, anything after that, it's... I, I saw a tweet the other day, and it was like, shout out to my girl, Tess, who did everything wrong and still survived, and it's like, <laughs> you're not wrong. That is the luckiest final girl in the history of final girls, though, yeah. like... If she was on our bracket, I don't think she'd make it very far. No. And it sucks. Because, like, again, they establish her as being smart. She makes good decisions initially, and then it's mm -hmm. like, what the fuck? Come yeah, on. <laughs> yeah. And she's, I think Tess is a great character. Like, she they is. do a really good job. Like, I, like, if she was real, I'd hang out with Tess. 
Yeah. She wouldn't want to hang out with me because I'd be weird and creepy and like, oh, here, I got the <laughs> wine. I didn't open the wine because you think I might kill you or whatever, <laughs> you know, and then she wouldn't want to drink the wine. But um, I would have been the easiest one to get Tess to drink the wine because I would not have offered. Like, I would have already <laughs> opened the wine and she'd be like, if she's not trying to get me to drink yeah. this, it's probably fine. <laughs> The cat's just going to drink all the wine. I'm just going <laughs> to drink a bottle of wine. <laughs> um, oh, so, yeah, I don't know. I I love this movie. It um, One thing I've heard some people say uh, when they talk about the fl- the flashback with Frank. Yeah. Um, yes. I keep hearing people say when it, fla- when it flashes to the 50s. That is not the 1950s, guys. That's... Come on, that is clearly the 1980s. They're talking about Reagan. Yeah. Asia's heat of the moment is playing. There's no stars. I mean, this is, huh? I thought it was the seventies. I didn't go that far back. I thought it was seventies. No, it's clearly the eighties. Come on. Heat of the moment came out in 82. But I'll say this. It is sad how easily relatable the eighties is to the fifties nowadays. Like everyone (laughs) just thinks it's that far back. Same shit. I guess. God damn. We're getting old. Shit. Eighties is vintage now. Yeah, but that was a weird, you know. They, I don't know. It, it. I like that. I'm not. I'm not saying weird in a bad way. It was like it gave you that weird vibe, and mm-hmm. uh, there was they, this movie had so many different vibes, man. Yeah. Well, they did some cool stuff with with that flashback too, because it changed yeah. the yeah. aspect ratio, changes to like an old school aspect mm-hmm. ratio. Um, it was a vibe. During, during the flashback and, and stuff. And it's, I think uh, I like the way they did that because we don't spend a ton of time with Frank and right. that's great because Frank is terrible. Don't need to. I, I don't want <laughs> to, and we don't need to, we got it. You know, um, we spend just enough time with the character to understand what's going on and the role that he plays in the movie. And but I- another complaint that I hear a lot is, um, about Frank's death. Uh, people are very upset that he gets off easy. Oh, Yeah. In in response to kind of both of those things, I just want to point out, because my favorite aspect of this movie is the morality of it. Like, this one can... I, I think the characters all have very interesting moral compasses. I, I think, you know, there's some question as to who... I, I Not a real question, because obviously the answer is Frank. But I, I think there's some, like, you know, gray areas about who you're, like, really rooting for because you kind of understand like what's going on and um i i like that they even knowing that frank gets off easier than it because we want to see that vindication like we want to see revenge because frank's a terrible person Mm -hmm. but i love that in a movie with so much focus on morality that the one guy who's questionably evil is not on screen that much like he's just there enough so we can know that he's bad and initiated it and then he's really not the focus because it's it's a movie about the aftermath like what do you do after the mess has been created you know and frank didn't need to be a part of that yeah i agree yeah And, and it's stuff that you don't need like I say that a lot about movies too. It's like if you don't need it, don't waste too much time on it. Yeah, you know, like they did it quick. They jumped right into it. They gave you the gist of stuff. They showed you what happened, and they got the hell out of there. I'm cool with that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Terrifier like, Two could have learned something from this movie. I was just gonna bring up not Terrifier Two specifically, but like 
this could have easily been, I think in most directors' hands, it would have been over a two-hour movie. Um, just because there is so much stuff packed into it. And I think extending scenes with Frank, letting that conclusion draw out a little bit more, like there were just a lot of decisions that I could see people being tempted to make. Mm-hmm. And I'm really glad that it's because it's like an hour and 40 minutes, yeah. you know, and I I could have easily seen this being like a two, two and a half hour oh, film. And yeah, somebody somebody else probably would have made it that way. Yeah. 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 Um, Because we're trending that way more and more and yes. we don't always need to. <laughs> no, no, we don't. Sometimes a nice uh, 90, 100 minute film is perfect. I say that all the time. Yeah. Yeah. But I do think it's a it's an interesting not only because the interesting themes and everything, but also just the structure of the film is is interesting. Um, and that, I think that's what I love about yeah, it so much. Yeah, like like Kat was talking about, you never quite know what's going to come next because it keeps subverting expectations. And it, it, I've heard people say that it's they feel like it's not one cohesive movie that it's actually three different movies, and I don't really agree with that at all. Um, I think that it's I think that it actually tells two sort of maybe starts off as two different stories that we see that converge into one at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It doesn't feel fragmented to me at all. It all feels like one cohesive piece. It really does. And I, because when I was watching it the first time, I definitely, you feel that shift when you're on the coastline <laughs> where it's like suddenly yeah. you're watching something else. You weren't expecting it to cut to a different scene like that. You mm-hmm. do kind of feel like you're in a new element and following stuff, but there's enough there that not only ties it together while you're watching that scene, but I think by the time you get to the end, you know, I there's no way I would have rather seen it done because it shows you the two different lives of the mm-hmm. people that get down there before they meet. And I think that's really important. I, I think it was done very effectively. Yeah. Yeah. That that transition is just because, I mean, you're going from the <laughs> a, a tunnel underneath a house in the outskirts of the rundown outskirts of Detroit to a convertible in the Pacific Coast Highway, one of the most beautiful drives you can possibly take. <laughs> in a push. Uh, yeah, in just the blink of an eye. It's it's so, it's it's jarring. You're like, what the hell, what? <laughs> and um, even, you know, like, he's getting fired and stuff, and it, it kind of takes, there are a couple of scenes before you put together, like, it, and it's not much of a runtime, but there are, like, a couple of distinct scenes before he mentions his properties in Michigan. Yeah. And, you know, and then you kind of start to see, like, oh, this is where it's going. And then there's, like, I, and when he gets to the house for the first time, there's this really interesting thing where, like, your nerves are still up from the previous story that was going on, mm-hmm. even with, like, his laid-back attitude. I think when he moves the chair away from the door, and part of you is, like, kind of laughing because he's, like, you know, trying to figure out what's going on, you know, yeah. and he's on the phone and, ha- you know, like, laid back about it and, and kind of overreacting, you know, and you kind of want to laugh, but also you're so scared because you know someone might still be trapped down in that basement, <laughs> and it's like... Yeah. I... The levels, you know, like, the simultaneous levels that this movie can get you on, I think, are just like unparalleled yeah there's a lot going on in this movie it's um you know and again it's it's amazing <laughs> they were able to pack it into this sort of a run time
Um, I also, I really like Justin Long's character in this. Hmm. Um, aside yep. from being the comic relief, I like him as a villain a okay. lot. Right. I like him as a secondary villain. Yeah. Um, because I think in terms of morality, you know, it's Frank, it's, uh... AJ. AJ. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and then probably Mother after that. Because, like, he's just... Man, he's... And the thing that kills me about it is, like... He's very complex. You can see him trying to get better and failing. And I think that makes it hurt a little bit more that he's not good. Yeah, to me, I think it I don't I don't know that he is trying. I think he's one of those guys, at least this was my read on it, who constantly talks about wanting to be better and do better, but actually has no intention of changing the way he is. See, I kind of read it more as like he realizes he was wrong. Mm -hmm. he's starting to come to terms with the fact that he is the bad guy mm -hmm. and, even and then he chooses to be bad anyway if it will immediately save him. after that right yeah like right. he immediately he said he's he says i want to be a good person and then immediately is Yeats does the worst thing <laughs> what the fuck man that was the most shocking moment of the movie for me i went mm -hmm. oh my god you motherfucker you <laughs> and it makes it even worse because it's like, man, you had the gun. You could have saved the day. And you <laughs> dropped the fucking thing and you're gonna yeet this woman off because of it. That was that you was so that. crazy. Oh man, that was wild. I, I didn't know what to make of it either when he first was like, Oh, I can make it better or whatever the hell he was saying. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Okay, well, yeah, he's he's learned and will you know coming to Jesus or whatever the hell. And like Rob said, just immediately, uh, like, there's no real means to change there. He's like, immediate, no, dude. No, I mean, I mean, even before he he throws her off the thing, <laughs> as they're running up, he's way ahead of her, and he's yelling, "Come on, come on!" It's like, dude, you shot her. <laughs> I <laughs> have think... too. Yeah, <laughs> maybe go help her. And and you led her up there with no. Yeah. Like, why would you go up yeah. there? And and I don't and I I don't have a problem. I mean, it sucks that he shot her, but I don't have a problem with that. I mean, no. you know, it, it made perfect sense to me. Um, he, you know, but <laughs> the way he tries to make it better is ridiculous. <laughs> I will say, I, because you know that he's going to do something mm -hmm. right before he does. There's that yeah. moment where he's like, I can get away. But and you, you see, like, do... the gears turning in his head. And you think he's just going to, like, wait for Mother to run up and then he's going to run back down the stairs or whatever. Yes. And just the fact that he full on goes for pushing her off. Yeah, I totally did like, not see that coming. I no, and it's like, even though you know something bad's coming, you don't realize how bad <laughs> until it's... And I think even once he shoved her, I didn't put together... My brain didn't catch up right away. It was yeah. like, what's well, just happened? And then you see her falling backwards. It's like, <laughs> oh my god. No. Yep. It's quite a moment. And then, I, you know, it followed by one of the funniest things I've ever seen, which is Mother diving off. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, it just looks ridiculous it's so funny like what are you more afraid then, of dude you see yeah. the ground and then you turn and see her as like holy shit <laughs> I'm between two very bad situations 
I think also what kills me is when he gets back down there and realizes she's alive, he apologizes to her again. Oh my God. Like the apology just fucking, cause like it was one thing with the gunshot, which was legitimately an accident. Mm -hmm. Uh, then after he pushes her and he makes it back down to apologize, I just. But he starts immediately then he starts rolling the apology back. Oh, you slipped. I was trying to, you know. Like you let go. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I, Yeah. And he even said, I'm saving you. Motherfucker! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How did I get down here? Who you saving me from? You? Oh, man. He, and that that is another reason why I think he had no intention. Like, you little son of a bitch, man. Yeah. I can't believe Oh. I do think it's really crazy. And I liked it even more on the second watch. I think it's crazy how even after, like, that batshit crazy scene up on top of that tower... There's still, like, one more twist coming, because it's, like, it's been playing with your expectation. Not really a twist, but, like, you've been played with so much already in this film, and then you're kind of rooting for Mother to kill him when it happens. Like, uh, and it's, like, I did not think that in the last two minutes of this film I was going to be rooting for her, but here we are. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it does. And there's even the touching moment at the end right before Tess shoots her. Yeah, and you you kind of feel bad. You do, because, I mean, look, yes, she's she's a scary monster thing, but it's not her fault. No, and she's she's trying to protect Tess. Yeah, yeah, her her baby, baby, however she says it. That's so weird. Um, Yeah, no, there's a lot going on in this movie. I I just, I really thoroughly enjoy the hell of it. I think I've seen it four or five times now. Oh wow! Um, and it it just yeah. it's it never disappoints. Like I just enjoy it every time. I can see this being a rewatchable movie. I, I was it. worried it wouldn't be when I after I saw it in the theater. I really loved it coming out of the theater, but I was like, well, now I know. You know what I right. mean? And I don't know that it quite. It doesn't have that. Obviously, it doesn't have the same sort of uh, surprising effect on me as it did when I first saw it in the theater. But it's still just as entertaining. And there's still a lot to unpack. Yeah. It's still like very, there's a lot going on. Yeah. Um, great kills in this movie, by the way. Oh, um, I love the yeah. kills. There's not many, but the, but the ones we do see are, are great. They make uh, them I, count. Uh, I looked it up. I think the body count was listed at five. Um, my favorite is... Right is the homeless the, dude when she rips his say, arm off and she beats, beats him, him to death, death with his own <laughs> arm his ass with it. Yeah, that's crazy but i mean the justin long kill is crazy um the bill scars Scars guard yeah. that's pretty crazy for what it is it's not elaborate or anything but it's just but fucking, it's brutal yeah. and it comes Ooh. out of nowhere it's just yeah that's and the only ones i can think of We're missing two other ones the uh oh Frank, uh, the, I guess. Frank, yeah. yeah. That one's I don't know who the fifth is. But, yeah, the homeless guy death, because at first you're like, at first she's just tugging on his arm and you're like, oh, it's going to be like injured. Yeah. <laughs> and then she keeps tugging at it and you're like, oh, that thing's coming off. Yeah. He's going to bleed to death. And then she doesn't wait for that to happen. <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, I I don't oh. recall ever seeing someone beaten to death with their own arm before. So that's one of those things that like you see on like the what it, is it like mantis shrimp or something can like regrow their arms and I I don't know like it it feels like a Discovery Channel yeah. 
animal kingdom nonsense thing that you see. I had never seen it in a horror movie to such an effect. Yeah. It's a thing in like zombie films, I feel like, but not in not with like real <laughs> real live human people. That just Yeah, I sort of feel like his arm's not coming me. back. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. That thing's off good. <laughs> and it wouldn't matter if it did. What did you guys think? Uh, because, you know, obviously your first question when you see Mother, you're like, what the fuck is that? And, uh, you know, they give you an answer later. It's like, you know, he was having sex with the, uh, who, it was his wife or his daughter at first? How did it start? It was, it was it a woman. It started with a woman he kidnapped. He kidnapped. Oh, yeah. right, right, right. Okay, okay, right, right, right. And, um, you know, then with the children and all that, you know, crazy story. Uh. What'd you think? Because it's just like a, um, one of those. What, what was? What's those movies? Uh, goddamn, I'm blanking. Wrong turn. Wrong turn. Wrong it, turn. It, yeah, mm-hmm. it's a wrong turn. What do you guys think about that being what she is? I'm fine with it. You know what it, I mean? You it's do. you know I, there are things that I mean. Is it realistic? No, but right. yeah, I don't care. That's not what I'm here for. That's right. Yeah. Can it work for you? It it really worked for me, and I think Wrong Turn is actually one of the reasons why it did. Right. Um, because there, I feel like there are other movies like this also. Yeah. Um, like The Hills Have Eyes, and mm-hmm. I just where you know that we have like this. Usually, it's like an uh, <laughs> like a southern thing. I feel yeah. like we see this in a lot of southern movies, but there's like the very inbred almost monstrous family that we see Mm -hmm. and i but usually i and again especially i think in wrong turn there's like that one really pretty daughter uh (laughs) that like has been through all the same levels of incest as (laughs) the sons but she's like she lures everybody in she's like i'm gonna go talk to the hitchhikers and they're gonna get killed by my brothers who should uh share more genes with me than they seem to right now uh yeah. and i kind of liked the subversion of this where it was like yeah it does have the thing though where like all those other movies uh where it's like the inbred weirdos have like super strength and speed yeah. and stuff and i never understood that i'm always like i don't I mean, I'm no geneticist, but I feel like that would be kind of the opposite, right? Yeah. Like, at I mean, least she's taller. Like, yeah. I, so I, again, I don't think it makes it more realistic, mm-hmm. but I think it kind of puts her strength into context, <laughs> like because yeah. usually they're like kind of smaller dudes, right? Yeah, uh, that just happen to have super strength, where yeah. it's like she, <laughs> yeah, but, but that, it doesn't. There's nothing about the character mother that, that bothers. It's fine. It's whatever. I also really like the way um I I really like the way that they described it as like a copy of a copy. It mm-hmm. weirdly reminded me of the Bojack Horseman episode. I don't remember uh, that one. Xerox? No, I don't remember. I that think one. it was called. Uh but like the and cuz they kind of had an like a visual in that scene also where like they actually show and I think it's a picture of Bojack that they use that gets like they keep Xeroxing it and it gets mm-hmm. more and more distorted. Mm. Uh, but just the way that they described it, it kind of reminded me of that where, and I think that was really good imagery to have in mind because that does, whereas like in humans with inbreeding, they tend to get smaller and weaker in real mm-hmm. life. 
But whereas like photocopies do kind of stretch and distort. And that was something that they captured really well with mother's design. So I think that was like a good illusion for them to have. Yeah. That makes sense. I didn't mind it. Uh, You know, it's, it's a weird concept in general, just because, you know, we're how they're, they become this and, yeah. Uh, I, I I didn't I didn't mind it as much as I I never really like it because it's you know it's weird but uh, if done well I, I don't mind it at all and you know obviously they did it very well and also it's something different mm-hmm. that's why I didn't mind it so much they put this is like this is um well suburbia kind of uh sorta former mm-hmm. suburbia yeah, yeah former suburbia they they put this uh you know being like usually we mentioned wrong turn and the hills have eyes they're out in like a nuclear an old nuclear test plant in the desert or in the woods they yeah. put them right in the middle of a city mm-hmm. which is you know that's something different and I, I think they made it work really well like you know she comes out at night and all this stuff makes sense right yeah and it touches on those i this was something i hadn't really thought about but even with the um like nuclear family arc that we usually see with this kind of story a lot of it's about the people that have kind of fallen through the cracks and been forgotten about by an evolving society which i think ties in really well to the abandonment of this part of detroit also yeah Yeah. Yeah. it works they they made it like uh you know like everyone in that area knew Mm mm-hmm you know, like a, like a Candyman meets Hills Have Eyes or something. Yeah, sort of. Yeah, sort of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what we've got to uh talk about maybe the most horrifying scene or thing in this movie. Okay. And that is the hair on the nipple. Oh. Oh my God! Yes, it oh. really was. I don't remember the last time I've been that viscerally disgusted right. by something in a movie. Yeah. Because it's. And again, the juxtaposition in this movie is incredible because it's something very simple where it's like usually in these scenes, you know, you have to drink something really gross or you're being tortured or, you know, you have to like wade through the sewers or, you know, there's like there's a lot of very gross imagery that we typically associate. So on the one hand, it's like drinking milk should be a really normal thing, but also it's so fucking gross like that suddenly you're afraid of drinking milk. like. Yeah, and I mean, I get, like, um, <laughs> Tess keeps telling him, just drink it, just drink it, you know, and, yeah. and that seems like it would please Mother, and then things would, you know, he they would be left alone or whatever. I don't fault him for not drinking it. <laughs> I don't either. And I don't think I would. And it's so effective, because uh, we don't get to see how she gets conditioned to think that this is normal. Mm-hmm. You know, like, we miss all of that all of those steps with her are just gone and yeah. it's like yeah and especially because she's kind of germaphobic also so that's a pretty radical transition yeah yeah in whatever amount of time i mean we're not really given an amount of time that she's been down there either no yeah i remember thinking that too man like she she <laughs> figured out the the code you know just act like a baby give it 
man, I don't know if I could do it. And you, 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 as we're watching these movies, you look at a character like just long and you're like, dude, just shut the fuck up. It's, I don't blame the guy. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't blame. No, him. Like, I don't. I don't either. I mean, that uh, with the hair on the nipple. And also, and also, even if that hair is not there, that's got to be her breast milk, right? It's almost got to uh, be. I mean, where she get, she ain't going to the store and getting milk. Uh, why you gotta even? It's bad enough. <laughs> you broke I'm just my saying, game. You know, she's Come not going. On, to, she's not running down to the corner store to get a gallon of milk. That was one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen. Like just everything about it, the hair on it, the nipple itself was like, mm-hmm. you know, just and kind of like Kat said, milk is. I love milk, by the way. Very oh, delicious. I know. Milk I is love disgusting. Milk. But Ugh. but even someone who coming from someone who enjoys milk very much, man. It, I see how it can be disgusting. I, yeah. I I get it. Yeah. What if? So that's the thing is, it's like if someone was like to survive this horror movie situation, you have to cut off your leg. Uh, you have to crawl through the sewers. Third guy, you've got to drink some milk. <laughs> and you're like, right. what? That's the easiest thing in the world. <laughs> and then like you actually see the tasks, and it's like, I'll take a saw, please. Right. Like, yep. Which way is that shit pipe? <laughs> Where am I going? <laughs> like, yeah. I just next time you sit down with a nice glass of milk, Mikey, I want you to think of that. Ah, damn, man. <laughs> Even if I'm drinking milk and like, you know how sometimes like, uh, you know, a little drop will roll down the corner. You like, if that happens when I'm drinking milk, I feel fucking disgusting. Yeah, it's gross. I know it's gross. I think about what it looks <laughs> like. It's nasty. Yeah. No one wants milk like that. Is weird. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Ugh. The only other thing that I had noted was um, maybe the funniest to me moment in the movie is when she boops Justin Long's nose. I missed that the first time. I don't know how. I just about lost it today. She boops him like right on the fucking nose. So funny. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> Goddamn. I, I don't I, even know if I caught that. And she thinks it's gonna calm him down. Right. And yeah. I just... yeah. It's right after the. It's right after the. The he doesn't drink the milk, so she takes him to breastfeed him. Oh god. Damn. And when he's she lays him on the floor and he's kind of fighting with her and she pulls him back and then she just goes boop right on the end of his <laughs> nose. It's so That's funny. That's funny. I don't know, man. This, this is a weird fucking movie. Um. Um. I have a Twitter mutual that got really mad at me recently for recommending Barbarian. We usually agree on movies, uh, but Uh lately we've been out of sync. And uh, it started with Barbarian because when it came to streaming, I was like, you've got to watch this. It's one of the craziest movies I've ever seen. Uh, And I got and like she was live tweeting while she was watching it and right at the end right at about the like hour and 20 minute mark she was like if the last part of this movie doesn't get batshit crazy i'm gonna be pissed at some people and it's like uh-oh <laughs> uh, uh whoops. yeah i uh i also recommended this to some people that were not happy with me after having watched it um yeah we're even though because she recommended smile so oh, well like, there's that yeah greg uh, really likes smile that doesn't surprise me that somehow. Me. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I recommended this, and I'm kind of having on a bad luck streak with these people, too, because I recommended this, and I also recommended Wolf Cop. <laughs> oh, that's just their fault. <laughs> that's that's on them. They have no right to be mad. It was, it was the werewolf penis that really pissed them off. Oh, wow. Yeah. Nice. Maybe I'll watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Give it a try. 
Uh, um, oh, man. I'm really worried about Mr. Cat's boyfriend. By the time he listens to this episode, he'll have heard it. But I we also wait. have I been... to hear back. <laughs> we've also been on a bit of a... I, I'm on some thin ice here, and I might just crash through with this one. I don't know. Well, I, what, the last thing I know you made him watch was Funny Games. Uh, well, I made him watch Snakes on a Plane, but he liked oh. it. Uh, oh, really? That was my apology for funny games. Yeah. I didn't even <laughs> like funny games. What's wrong with him? Cat, what the hell? No, he, so he liked it, but he was scared. He was like, he was oh. uncomfortably tense. Um, oh, okay, okay. And he did tell me after, because I keep making jokes about him not liking it and being mad at me. And he's like, I, the thing is, is that it was good, but I never, ever want to see something like that again. And it's like, yeah, all right. It's so boring. It's so tense. I don't know what your problem is. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, one of the first things I was like, do you want to watch a movie? And he's like, sure. And then like a couple minutes later, he I got a text back and he's like, what are we watching? What, what did I agree to? <laughs> and I was like, uh, well, and he's like, is it as bad as it, like, is it as I, what was the word he used? He was like, am I going to be as tired as <laughs> like at, at watching funny games? And I was like. <laughs> Made me tired too. <laughs> uh, emotionally tired. <laughs> it's a tense film, but yeah. Uh, and then I was like, no, I I laughed out loud several times in Barbarian. Oh yeah, <laughs> it has some funny stuff in it. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what too. Uh, one of the things that I wish they would have explored a little further were uh, those tapes. Uh, Cause you see, uh, you see, dude looking at him in that little f- room with that mm-hmm. fucking guy. That I, I can only imagine. And and Justin Long did a great job, which because after he he watched, he's trying to help the guy right, before, yeah. and it's like, oh, he immediately he immediately assumes that guy's another victim, right? Yeah. And, yeah. But then he sees whatever, like his reaction, like he turned around in disgust. He's like, yeah. what the fuck is wrong with? You? Who knows what he did. Yeah, I'm kind of glad they don't show it, to be honest with fair, you, because yeah. I think it's scarier to to imagine and just the names of the tapes. Oh, you know, God, I mean, yeah. they're like redhead. Like they don't have like real names on them. It's just girl from gas station. Wasn't um, one of them very fat? It may have been. There's a I lot guess. of them. I didn't catch all of them. I know one's like uh, won't stop crying, oh, you know, wow. just. Yeah, I mean, just you can only imagine what's on those things. And I think if we see that or, or anything, and it just it's not going to live up to what is in the imagination. That's very fair. So I think it was a smart play not to show us what was on those tapes. Even the one that Justin Long plays, we don't see. We just see his reaction. That, that and his is... reaction speaks volumes. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Justin Long is a very good actor. He is. Yeah. I never realized that. And then I watched this movie. You didn't uh, get like, it in Tusk? <laughs> I was like, this, this guy's a pretty good actor. Um, I don't know that I've seen him play this kind of asshole before. Um, I don't think I have either. Yeah, I feel like when I see him in movies, and may- maybe I'm wrong, but I-, I feel like every time I see him in a movie, he's like, uh, you know, the good, he's a, just a good guy. You know, he's he's Tom Hanks. You know, just a good dude. And uh, so seeing him play something like this was, was a little bit different, and he's, was very good at this is internet unstable again i think maybe good that's for the better hello oh hello you're back 
I was unstable for a minute. I'm better now. <laughs> for a minute. Mm. <laughs> what were you saying? I don't know. Justin Long's a good actor. <laughs> I hate when you when that happens. You say something stupid, and like I don't have to keep in you fucking. <laughs> uh, yeah, he, he did great. I, and I gr- I agree with you because I that's how I defend Blair Witch is that you know the whole imagine and not see. Mm-hmm. But if they could have done it. You know, it, and if they would have really went all out and did some crazy shit, I mean, this is the type of movie where you could have got away with it. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But you know, yeah. I'm just saying it would have been cool. Yeah. So. Um, I'm really hoping this stays a standalone film. I've seen people say they want say a sequel. <laughs> I don't know what that sequel is. Um, prequel. I, yeah, I've seen a couple of people asking for a prequel and it's like, no. I we got it. You yeah. did perfect. What's, what's the prequel going to be? Just Frank? I don't want to spend time with that guy. It's going to be a lot of Frank, I guess. Yeah. We're going to get to see those tapes. We yeah. don't really yeah. want to no, for they're, that they're, long. Yeah, this, this needs to be a standalone film. Just leave it alone. It's fine. There's nothing. We say this all the time. Here, there's nothing wrong with a standalone film. Here's the thing. And I, I hate myself for even saying this. If they made a sequel or a prequel, I would watch it. I would be there opening day watching it. I don't want them to. <laughs> of course, I'm going to come out of the theater. I can tell you already, I will see it opening night at the theater and I will come out mad. I'm already see, that's mad what I said about, about it, Quiet Place exist. too, And I didn't get mad about it, but like, I didn't want it. And now that it's, it's had time to settle, I still don't want it. Yeah, I wish it were not a thing. It's fine. I didn't need it. Uh, it's uh, whatever. Like, I can't imagine ever going, you know, I really want to watch A Quiet Place 2. <laughs> you know, no, you're just gonna watch a quiet place. Why would you? That's yeah. not true. In about five to ten years, you're gonna be saying to me and Cat, "Hey, let's rewatch a quiet place too." <laughs> <laughs> fucking Blair Witch, you butthole. And now we're getting the Quiet Place Day One or whatever. Yeah, I left that out of news because yeah. I knew Cat was gonna be happy for this episode. I didn't want to ruin it. Well, they cast that woman that I really like, whose name I can't pronounce. Crazy Eyes. Oh. No, she's in um she was in us. Hmm. Oh, um I don't know. Yeah. I I, I sorry. Just, young? Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I have no <laughs> idea how to how to pronounce it. But um she's she's an excellent actress. Um I actually I'll probably watch it if she's in it. Yeah, so I mean that's a positive for it. And again, it's I'm I'm guessing it based on the sequel, which I thought was going to be a disaster. It'll probably be fine, but I'm not sure I need it. Sounds all right. Yeah, and I just can't imagine needing a prequel to this. And I don't see any way you could possibly do a sequel. I mean, I guess there could be another monster in the fucking tunnel or whatever. You could find the sister. Yeah. <laughs> There's but, like a whole breed of them. Yeah, but I, again, I don't need that. This is a perfect little standalone film. Well, okay. Here's my question, though. What if it was like an Evil Dead situation where it's like we saw this first one, they get a really big budget and they do basically this, but with like on a much larger scale and it gets even crazier. Hmm. That's the only kind of sequel I would accept. Yeah, yeah, I might I might be down for that. (laughs) This is not my endorsement of a sequel. If if any kind of uh, movie executives are listening to this, leave this one alone. (laughs) They're not listening. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice, though? <laughs> if they were listening, I'm it sure would be Rob... my kind of luck, though, that the one episode they listen to, they think I endorse a barbarian <laughs> sequel. Inspired by Catfalor. 
Yeah. My if, name if, ends up if, in the fucking credits. If studio execs are listening to this, they owe me some money for some great ideas. Yeah. <laughs> Cat will be contacting them about the credits. Can you put accept? Except <laughs> for Rob. <laughs> oh, shit. All and right. also, let me pitch you Fantabulous. <laughs> now I'm all about... I have a... I have a completed screenplay for Chain Shark. If anyone wants, to, if any of those movie executives want to be in contact with me, I don't. I don't know about Chain Shark, but this sounds intriguing. I. It's amazing. Right. <laughs> Honestly, if Cat, <laughs> like, if, if you become famous for a fucking shark movie, <laughs> do you realize how much I would despise you? <laughs> I don't. I think it would be perfect. Things would have come full circle. It, yeah, it would be the most. No one could write that. That'd be perfect. <laughs> but god damn it, man. <laughs> oh man. Um. All right. Do you guys want to? Do you have anything else to touch that we didn't? Mm, no, I think we no. hit everything. That I um, to. I've got reviews? scores and reviews. Yeah. Nice. yeah, I've got a little bit of trivia after that. So. Uh, the scores are a little bit. Oh, uh, th- there's a little bit of a gap. Here. It's not as bad as um like a couple weeks ago we had one that was like a 40 point difference. But mm. the critic uh score, the official tomato meter for this is 92% certified fresh. Okay. The audience score is 71%. I'm so, I'm a, a little surprised the audience score is that high because this has been a really divisive film. It's been pretty divisive. I've noticed a lot more people saying they like it. Yeah, but like the ones that don't like it seem very passionate about yeah. that. Yeah, I, I guess it's sort of like, um, it, I mean, this has been divisive to the level of like Halloween ends, except that one seems to be leaning more towards people who don't like it. Yeah. And this one does seem to be leaning more towards people who like it. But I mean, yeah, there's a very passionate group of people who really hate this movie. That's still a 21 percent difference, though. Yeah. Like that's it's not nothing for. Um, Rotten Tomatoes. The IMDb score, I think this might be a first, actually. We have a seventy we have a seven point one out of ten, wow. which is exactly the same as the audience score from Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. So audiences are pretty uh consistent about this. Or the if, same uh, people who voted on Rotten Tomatoes went and voted on IMDb too. Possibly. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how. But a lot more people voted on. Uh, actually, it looks like more people voted on Rotten Tomatoes for this one. Um, as for reviews, uh, I have a couple. I this was one where I liked the review titles. I think more than I actually liked the reviews. In in a lot of instances, there were some pretty good titles in here. Um, my favorite though is what we're going to start with. One out of ten stars. Dumbarian. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and that's, that's really all we need to talk about from that one. I just that's wow. perfect. That's good. Uh, we got it right away. We we understand where they stand. That's a good one, yeah. On this movie. Um the most scathing review that I found for this one, one out of ten stars, Ugh duped by 10 star reviews my son and i went to see it at the theater and afterward agreed that we probably could have seen literally any other movie playing right now and it would have been better than this mess 
I feel so duped. I'd read the reviews and was hoping it would be a very satisfying horror flick. It is probably one of the stupidest films I've ever seen with a nothing burger for a plot and all of the characters doing things that are so ridiculous. They don't even qualify as horror trope dumb. They have reached all time low levels of dumb. Not to mention that there is seriously zero reality to the plot. I don't mind suspending disbelief if the story is good, but the story is severely lacking. And you basically just have to imagine the whole thing taking place on another planet as nothing about the central plotline in this movie would or could happen in real life. Nothing. Absolutely one of the most absurdly unrealistic plots I've ever seen. Do not buy the hype and definitely don't waste your money seeing it in the theater. If you insist on seeing it after reading the bad reviews, wait until it's streaming so you can save yourself 30 plus bucks and then all you'll be wasting is your time. Damn. Uh, got a candy bar for that one. <laughs> and uh, I hope that uh, I hope their kid is like eight years old and needs tons of therapy now. <laughs> He would. That's a, you can't call this a mess. I don't know why I called it a mess. No. That's not nice. Um, I found one. It does not have a rating, but it it's called "I get it" in quotation marks, but still <laughs> hate it. <laughs> wow. Uh, and then the, the review pretty much just lists what they felt were uh plot holes in the film. Mm-hmm. Uh. Who built the tunnels? Who is the mother? All of those tapes. Uh, all of Detroit was booked for a convention. Flashback was 1980. How many generations, quote unquote, could be fostered since then? But, uh, uh, all right, all right. I did want to bring that up, actually. Okay. Because I thought about that. It's The flashback is to the 1980s. Yeah. But when we see him go into the house, he already has a woman trapped. Yes. Right. So it's not that's not the first time he's done it. There could be multiple generations because he who knows when he started. Right. And it's not really so much about generations, it's more so copies. Cuz yeah. I mean generate you're talking 30 years. I mean if you I don't want to get into it, but it's possible. Yeah. You know that that the line got pretty deep. Um who was the neighborhood watchdog guy? Why would he stay there? Who survives a gunshot wound and a fall from a likely six-story water tower? Uh, the raving Rotten Tomato reviews fascinate me. Yeah, the director grabbed at a bit of Psycho Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Blair Witch Project, etc. But why are critics fawning over this? Um, and then after all of this, uh, their final thought is just meh. <laughs> uh, oh. Which actually seems fairly generous considering all the complaints. Um, I feel and the lack of about rating. their opinion. Uh, this one, uh, two out of 10 stars, it's just titled two star at best. Um, <laughs> and then the line that I wanted to read from this, it goes on for a little bit. It, it covers kind of the same things, the generational things, the, why would you go back down there? The convention, all that stuff. But it ends with a thought that I really wanted to pitch to you guys. Maybe this is the new Rocky horror or something. Uh, Which is not at any point a vibe that I got during preparing. (laughs) Um, Meatloaf's not even in this. (laughs) I like Uh, Rocky Horror too. What the hell? I don't. Rocky Horror is terrible, but classic. This one I saved exclusively for the title. Six out of ten stars. You're gonna lose your life in Detroit Rock City. Oh my god! Is the title of this uh, one, and I just couldn't pass up the opportunity to bring Kiss back onto this right. show. Mm-hmm. Yep. They are icons. Yeah. 
Thanks. Um, and then my the good review. Uh, 10 out of 10 stars. There is nothing like this. There is nothing playing like Barbarian. It is absolutely terrifying while also having some laughs in between the craziness. I personally like that because the comedy blended itself really well with the horror aspect of it. The actors were superb. I love Bill. He was fantastic in It and It Chapter 2. He was fantastic in this movie. Justin Long, for me, though, stole the show. I'm a huge fan, and lately his roles have got have not been huge, so I'm glad he's getting the recognition here he deserves. There's not one dull moment in this movie. It will have you on the edge of your seat the whole time. Definitely the horror movie of the year, hands down, all wow. capital letters, several exclamation points. Uh, huge fan here. Well, I guess. That's a big claim, horror movie of the year. Uh, I in this year specifically. Yeah. <laughs> cat leaving reviews. <laughs> Shame on you, cat. You know I wouldn't say that in the year X came out. <laughs> this would have been my movie of the year, twenty twenty one. Oh, last night in Soho might have been. Mm. Yeah, I picked last night in Soho last year. I don't think this would have topped that, but oh, this is gonna be close. I mean, it's gonna be up there. Uh, interestingly enough, this last review that I read, it was the only 10 out of 10 star review that I found on IMDb, even though it has pretty high rating overall. Okay. Um, not a lot of people that left reviews. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't leave reviews when I do that. You know, just you mark yeah, it and move don't on. either. Yeah. I don't even um, do that. I just watch it and move on. Like, I never leave a review on Letterboxd. I mean, I have in the past, but not not very often. I should. I, like, I keep thinking I should, because sometimes I'll give a movie a rating, and it's like, why did I like this? <laughs> yeah. Why is this four stars? I don't even remember it now. Yeah. All right. Did you um, ever Yelp, Rob? No. No. <laughs> right. Um, are we ready for trivia? Ready. This had a budget of four and a half million. Um, it grossed uh, forty po- uh, almost forty-one million in the U.S. and Canada, and almost forty-five million worldwide. Um, Richard Brake shared a story on Instagram. Apparently, he went to a late-night screening of the movie, and he noted that there was a uh, group of teenagers sitting a few rows behind him. They were really into the film. They were they were very terrified of it. And when it was over, they were leaving the theater and they used the flashlights on their phones and the light accidentally caught his face and they ran out of the movie theater. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. <laughs> um, this script started after um, Zach Kreger, who was the writer and director, um, read the uh, a book called The Gift of Fear, which encourages women to trust their intuition when confronted by obviously dangerous men. Um, he used it as a writing exercise and began uh, writing a 30-minute short that consisted entirely of a conversation in which a woman continues to ignore a mounting series of red flags. But he liked it so much, he decided to broaden the concept and make it a larger story in a feature-length film. Um, they almost cast Zac Efron as AJ, but he turned the role down, so they went to Justin Long, um, which I think was probably Two. the better choice. Very different. <laughs> yeah. Um, although he's not officially credited in any way, Jordan Peele was an invisible hand in shaping the story. Uh, Georgina Campbell uh, said in an interview that Zach Krager is good friends with Jordan Peele, and uh, they and uh, 
he spoke to Jordan Peele a lot while he was writing the movie, and then Jordan Peele saw an early cut of it as well. Um, so he had some input there. Zach Krager, if you don't know, was part of uh, I I don't know much about him. I guess it's a I don't know an improv group or something called the Whitest Kids You Know. Oh, okay, familiar yeah. With that show, I never watched it, but I had friends yeah. that did. Yeah, it's a some sort of I don't know if it's uh, improv or sketch comedy or what it is, but he's so he has a comedy background and apparently knows Jordan Peele. Um, he described the, uh, the director described the, uh, eventual duality of the film's visual presentation as being a David Fincher movie on the top floor and a Sam Raimi movie under the house. Um, which I think yeah. is fitting. Yeah, actually. Yeah. I would not have come up with that, but it like, yeah, I can see it. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the aforementioned hair on the baby bottle was actually oh. a mistake. Some of the uh, actors oh playing mothers, uh, uh, Matthew Patrick Davis is his name. His wig, uh, uh, some of his wig got stuck to the nipple and uh, they liked it. They thought it looked really gross. So they decided to keep it. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hell. yeah. Um, and the last one I have, I, I particularly like, and I want to see if you guys can guess. You, you won't guess, but it'll be fun. Um, the film's special effects are largely practical. Um, Gregor had set a, a rule for himself not to use any technology that John Carpenter didn't have while he was making the thing. Uh, hmm. um, however, they did have to use a little bit of digital in the movie just because stuff they couldn't get done right. Do you have any idea what would have been the biggest digital effect in the film? Hmm. No. Her smashing his head against the wall? No, see, I would have thought her falling off the the or the water yeah, tower, yeah. but uh, apparently the biggest digital effect shot in the movie is the grass in the 1980s flashback. Oh, uh, after apparently they made a bunch of efforts to grow it and to fake it, but all of them failed, and eventually they had to do it digitally. Huh. Uh, and that is the trivia for Barbarian. Wow. Hmm. That means it's Portnoy time. All right. Um, I don't feel real confident about my Portnoy, but I did. This was fun fact: the only note that I wrote for Barbarian, because oh, wow. uh, I got immersed again. Mm-hmm. Um, so I pretty much just have Barbarian 2022 and a Portnoy. Um, <laughs> that being said, I don't feel confident about the Portnoy. I'm just willing to go first. Okay. Uh, I gave it a nine point three. Oh, okay. I bounced all the fuck over the place for this one. I I don't feel confident, uh, but it is where I landed. All right, all right. Damn, I'm not I'm not mad at that. I um, I I really love this movie. I, I said I watched it four or five times now, uh, and I still enjoy it, which is a sign of a, a strong movie. It uh, it's going to certainly be in my top ten of this year. I would imagine, unless something. I happen to see something that's really spectacular. Um, I, I think it's great. I, I've told everybody this to me um, is a combination of things. It is the fun, campy, good time horror movie that Malignant thinks it is. <laughs> yeah. And it's also a, a film that when you dig into is packed with oh. a lot of layers and a lot of different themes and a lot of meaning. Um, I think it, it, it looks great. I think the performances are fantastic. I absolutely love this, this cast. 
Um, I give it an 8.7. I, um, first of all, I understand that Portnoy. I, mm-hmm. I agree with that. Also, you brought up Malignant, and that was something I actually wanted to talk to you about on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, real quick, what if Barbarian <laughs> started? Because a lot of people don't understand my issue with Malignant. I think if Barbarian had been the same movie, but you had added like a 15-minute segment where we had seen Mother being born and everyone was uncomfortable and felt really bad for her mom, mm-hmm. that would have been the same <laughs> like as Malignant. Because Malignant gets better, but it fucking it starts so uncomfortably yeah. that I don't want to have fun after that. This and like is... this one, it's tense, but it's never like gratuitous. Right. And, but also with Malignant talking about wanting me to suspend disbelief. I mean this thing talks to people through radios and electronic device. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't, it just doesn't hold together. Malignant's a mess of a movie that thinks it's a fun, campy, good time, but it's really just a bad movie. It's bad. Camp and uh, being campy and being a, being bad are not the same thing. No. Um, there's a nut. This is, um, I think there's more to this movie than just a campy good time, but I also think that it hits on that level if that's what you're looking for. Uh, yeah, I can I can definitely see that. Yeah. I this was much th- this is far superior to Malignant. Yes. And that's that's why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Um I'm going to land the barbarian at a seven point four. All right. Uh, I think it was uh, the movie was done very well. Uh, I think the acting was great. Uh, I where it lost points was you know the things I mentioned earlier. Not that that that's not what dropped it to a seven point four. Not that I feel that's super low. Um, but it's it's more so the you know it. I'm I'm worried about the rewatchability. It feels like a movie I I should be able to rewatch. And, you know, just kind of throw on like you guys are talking about you do with it. But the thing that makes me worry about that being a thing and even just in general is, you know, the whole what mother is. Mm -hmm. It's just a weird concept. It's not some for me personally, it's not something I'm probably going to just keep throwing on. You know, I could be wrong. Maybe I'll rewatch it and it's like it won't bother me. But like gross shit. Yeah, it's gross shit. It's done well. They did it very well, which makes it even grosser, which kind of, you know, for my scoring will hurt them, the better they do it. Because it looked great, and I just don't want to ever fucking see that nipple in the hair again. Ever again. <laughs> so, you know, this is 7.4. I didn't want to give it a, a seven and a half, so I, I gave it a 7.4. All right. So this and, one is, without yeah. a doubt, Slasher Radio approved. Yeah. yeah. Landed at 8.5. Nice. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, first slash radio approved movie we've had since uh, his house snuck in there. Well, really? th- that one too long ago because yeah. we did three in one week last week. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. I mean, I- I'm happy with that. I'm glad it's slash radio approved. I-, I had a feeling Kat was going to rate it high. I didn't think she'd rate it higher than me, but damn, uh, I had a feeling. I really she- like this one. Yeah, I had a feeling she was going to rate it high, so I was like, all right, well, we'll have to wait and see if Mikey messes it up for everybody. <laughs> wow. <laughs> What would I have had to hold on? 
I don't even know. I would have had to rank it pretty low. Yeah, I would have had to give it like a four. Yeah. Yeah. So that wasn't going to happen. Which sounds like something you would do. Hey, now. <laughs> That's not true. I mean, it's hard not to like this movie because it's, you know, it's done so well, like the acting and, and everything. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, good job. Hope it's standalone. Yes, and, please. Uh, I mean, I'm excited to see. Please, <laughs> I'm, I'm excited to see what the director does next. You know, but right. I, I hope it's not a sequel. <laughs> and you know, not for nothing, man. Like we we we've talked about it before. Instead of wasting time on on a sequel, give this director another opportunity at something new. Yeah, you know, and he yeah. might be able to recreate that on you know with the with whatever changes need to be made for the new project. Yeah, like we don't need to do the same thing over and over again. Give them a chance at something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, but I'm I'm looking forward to uh, to seeing his next thing. Hopefully, it's something uh, in horror. I don't know. Maybe he's he's gonna not stick around in the genre. I don't know. That happens a lot too, right? That sucks. Yeah. Um, I mean, he has a comedy background. I also think that uh, he had another movie that he directed. I think a long time ago. Hold on, I'm gonna pull it up because I can't remember which one it was. It was a comedy. Um, it was oh yeah the comedy Miss March from 2009 did you guys see that movie that sounds really familiar but yeah, for the life of me I can't remember it yeah it's not it's not good it's a comedy that's not funny Um, and it looks like he's got Um, oh no he's just starring in that and wrote it He's not directing it. It's some sort of animated comedy thing coming out, but it's not really his. He was a co-writer. So anyway, I don't know. I'm excited to see what he does next. Hopefully uh, he'll stick around in the genre. I mean, if he can make a, a movie this good in his first run, I'd like to see more. Yeah, I think that needs to become a trend. Instead of giving movies and uh time and time and time again give the give the directors another chance more yeah. so than the title absolutely we're getting out for jordan peele yeah, yeah. he's doing all right yeah. yeah and uh this was the first thing i'd seen georgina campbell in but boy i'll keep my eye on her tess is that tess yes yeah yeah she's got those crazy they're not the thing about her eyes is they're not super crazy but there's every once in a while there's a little bit of crazy in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's kind of nice too. Yeah. Um, all right. So that'll do it for this one. Uh, let's take a look at the old schedule. You guys aren't gonna believe this. Mm -hmm. Oh no. But next week there's gonna be another Patreon pick. <sighs> oh. Because we were late on the last we were month late. and yeah. Leah, yeah. I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, what are you doing? Stop. You're targeting somebody. What's wrong with you? Normally, this is the part uh, where Rob targets someone. I ask you guys to be nice, but honestly, you, you're just going to do what you want to do. Yeah, I, it's out of control. You know, I, I have no control over it. I'll we'll accept what comes next week, I guess. <laughs> Hey, you should be nice now. And now's the time to be now. Well, you're known for not. Was it bring it, bitches. Yeah, bring it, bitches. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even have the energy to say that anymore. They've beaten it out of me. 
I was gonna say <laughs> toned you down with Thanksgiving three, huh? Oh god. Uh I can't uh, believe it's time for another one of those. Although I did tell you next week I might not be here. Do we get to postpone a patron episode if Rob's not here? No, I don't <laughs> think so. If it's a bad movie, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to find out what gets picked first. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna try. I, hope I, it's a... I don't know exactly what my schedule's gonna where I'm going to be or what's going on. So I hope it's a shark movie and I hope we get to watch it twice. <laughs> we ain't doing it twice. No, no, that's not <laughs> I think I hope it's Santa Jaws. Everybody band together. <laughs> For oh. Santa Jaws, we'll watch it twice. <laughs> the new holiday nice tradition: Santa Jaws on Slasher Radio. <laughs> no, I was so so. Uh, I had someone asking for Christmas horror recommendations, and mm-hmm. I came up with a list of like five movies that mm-hmm. I like, and um, including like on that list, uh, there was like Black Christmas, the original Black Christmas. Sure. There was uh, Anna and the Apocalypse. Yeah. Uh, there was Deadly Games, uh, and I tried to find a newer one. I found um, Advent Calendar. And then my last pick was Santa Jaws. Nice. And they had not they had not heard of a few of those. Uh Santa they had Jaws. not seen any of like the first four, but they were so excited to talk about Santa Jaws. And I was like, <laughs> yes. I love that this is the one. And then yep. the people in the comments all day were uh commenting like on the on the original tweet about Santa Jaws. And it's like, I, I love that there's a community for this. I yeah. love that it's almost Santa Jaws season. Yep. She <laughs> Santa Jaws yeah. season. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's really what it's about now. Forget Jesus' birthday. We're going with Santa Jaws. I'd be damned if I ever... <laughs> It's Santa Jaws season. Oh, my I'm going to see if I can find, like, a Santa Jaws ugly Christmas sweater pattern. Yeah. <laughs> You should like Santa Jaws, Mikey. He's got the Feliz Navidad tattoos. <laughs> Maybe you'd like it more if you watched it again. I'm just letting you guys talk about this movie. <laughs> That's all. You can take your time. I'm not going to do it. Uh, wouldn't that be some shit if they fucking make me watch Santa Jaws again to this Patreon <laughs> shit? If I were a patron of the show, I would spend all of my picks trying to get you to watch Santa <laughs> Jaws again. You know, if I was a patron of this damn show, I would pick on somebody who's not me. I would help me, damn it. I, like, how many, <laughs> we have subtitles and all this stuff that's thrown at me. When is it my turn, guys? Every day's Mikey Day. We celebrate your culture every single week. We do. That's another thing I put up with. Like, <laughs> come on, guys! Like, you send Italian memes to make fun of me for my nationality. That's racist. I gotta put up with that. The subtitle <laughs> stuff and all these things that I have to I have to go through. Come on, give, give me one month. If if I get a pick this, if I get something that'll be in my corner this month, this will be like my month going forward. November is like my appreciation month. Or something. <laughs> like, come on, give me something, guys. It's always Mikey Appreciation Month. Uh, if you would like to do so, get in on this chaos and fun. Uh, go over to uh, patreon.com forward slash slash your radio. Tears starting as low as three dollars a month. Uh, <laughs> we we have we have an awesome community. It's a crazy fucking community. Uh, but you know what? If you got skin thick enough and and you're a big enough horror fan and uh, you enjoy what you're listening near, to here, it's just for you. Uh, you get in. It, it, it's it's very. The scariest part of it is like Chris is like the welcome wagon. Yeah. Whenever someone starts interacting with the show a decent amount, 
it's like Chris finds it as his duty to to bring them in in his way. And it's like, God, man. he's the gatekeeper. If they can get through him, they belong. Yeah, that's true. That is true. I I mean, thank you, yeah. Chris. I guess. Yeah. Also, I mean, yes. I like work. I like most of our patrons. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You sure? Yeah, most of them like. Mm. Well, mad at Chris though. And Greg likes smile. Nights. Also, Greg's got a lot of issues. <laughs> I missed his live tonight. Uh, I was in there briefly. I popped in long enough to hear him say that he likes smile, but <laughs> um, I was watching the AEW pay per view, so I uh, eventually was like, "Nope, I paid fifty bucks to watch this. I'm going to watch it." Did anybody say Cody Rhodes? Mm, not while I was there, but again, I was I was only there briefly. I do it, and you know that's another thing. Like you told me he's saying he hasn't sang once since he I hasn't sang. I, I do it every time I go in there, and I get yelled at by oh. Amber. Yeah, she yell, you know, she will yell at you. Yeah, but he don't even sing it. At no, least, the, the beautiful yeah. thing about when he sings it too is there's this real joy and glee that he gets out of singing <laughs> it to irritate her. <laughs> It's it's unbelievable. Like it's it it's it might be the happiest Greg's ever been. You know what he does do when I say it? Because I want him to sing it. You told me he sings it every time. So I'll say it every time I'm in there. And he he gives like I can see when he reads it because he stops and like gives mm-hmm. this little smirk. Yeah. And he looks over at Amber. Mm-hmm. And he just he stares at her with that shitty grin on. Yeah. Wait till oh, you get to God. see him actually sing it. It's it's amazing how happy he is. Come on, Greg. I'm going to be there this week, Greg. Come on. What the <laughs> hell's going on here? I'm not I get my money's worth here. Uh, uh, go follow the show at Slash Radio on Twitter. Uh, mention the Patreon. Get over there and support the show. And uh, I'm at Mikey's Death. Rob, where they find me? I'm on Twitter at Radio Rob123. And you can listen to the other show that I do with Miss Cat Velour called This Horror Life, wherever you are listening to Slasher Radio. <laughs> And I made a very special appearance um, on Friday Nightmares. Uh, we recorded it last night. I don't know exactly when it's going to be out, but uh, they did a special episode of their show just uh, devoted to professional wrestling, and I am one of the people on there. Uh, so thanks to Heather and Scott for having me on the show, and also uh, Tim Davis from Horror for Dummies joined us for that show. Oi, Tim. Yes, yeah, Tim's the Australian. I really thought you were going to say they did a whole episode dedicated to me. <laughs> oh, oh, that's a good idea. I should pitch that to them and see, <laughs> Holy see shit. what they think. <laughs> I want to hear what a capital the, <laughs> like... <laughs> the The dread. <laughs> Holy no, shit. they, um, for some reason, uh, decided to do a special uh, wrestling episode and asked if I wanted to be a part of it. Sure. Why not? That's fun. Yeah, I, I'm mad at you for this horror life. Why? Uh, I I can't remember which episode it was because you dropped two pretty close to each. I listened. We to did it. because I there's a story behind that that's not interesting enough to go into. But yeah, fair enough. So I don't remember which one it was because I listened to them close. Uh, I think it was the franchise one with. I don't remember. But you <laughs> said some stuff. I I said to our group I would need a whole episode to horror court you on what you pissed me off for in the, on that episode. That oh. was probably the franchise episode with Amber. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It was you and Scream. And oh, you son of a bitch. You what? I said Scream got some movies. No, no. I, I'm gonna re-listen to it, and there's gonna be a horror court next week. <laughs> there's gonna be notes taken. 
that's not the first time I've taken notes on this horror life. Uh, yeah, the full uh, a condensed horror chord on the shit you pulled on this horror life will be next week. <laughs> I don't even know what I did, but all right. You did a lot. Cat, where are they finding you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter while it lasts at cat underscore valor, <laughs> V-O-L-E-U-R. You can also check out my website, catvalor.com. I, mean, I right. forgot Twitter's going away. Everybody join Mastodon. I will not join Mastodon. It's <laughs> so Space confusing. Hay. It is so confusing. I joined Space Hay. Um, Did you? <laughs> yeah, I, I feel really dumb. Because I went over to Space Hay, I was gonna get Radio Rob three two one as a joke. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I, but I had signed up for so many different social media things that day. I completely spaced what I was doing over there. Oh yeah. Uh, and I just signed up for it, and then it was like, wait a minute, this was supposed <laughs> to be a bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I will say this: I signed up for Mastodon, and I, uh, the one of the first things I did was I followed Nesto because he's on there. And then he sent me a message that said, hey, is this really you, Rob, or did Mikey beat you to it again? <laughs> Damn. I replied, nope, that ain't ever happening again. <laughs> you know what, Nesto? Screw you. You dropped the ball on this, Nesto. I didn't even know about this Mastodon thing. You should have told me first. <laughs> Nesto, come on. That's the he trick. was on Twitter yeah. all about it, talking about this thing. And I was like, what the hell is this? I didn't oh. see Nesto. I, well, I see Nesto either yelling at somebody over politics or like he'll tweet about some some woman that he went to the, I don't know, he's talking about he went to a costume party with some woman and they, I don't know yeah. that's so weird um, and yeah I'm at space hey underscore that's not funny uh, and we will catch you guys next week Patreon time maybe we'll see stay in touch on Twitter you'll find out and good night from Slasher Radio all the best of Slasher Radio podcast Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. 
And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. 